0: What would you say you do here?
1: You shut your mouth when you're talking to me.
2: No more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo.
0: Welcome to Cartoon Casual. And uh, Joe, there's a there's a guy. There's a guy, right?
3: I thought he was an FAA inspector.
0: No, no, no. Right there, this guy.
3: No, no. I know. I thought he was an FAA inspector, and then I saw his mustache, and I realized he was a cop. we'd like to welcome trace a, trace turner to cartoon i'm not sorry. a cop i did even Let's go <laughs> ahead and dispel that one that's fucking ex- immediately that's exactly what a cop would say
0: here's how bad of a witness i would be because i didn't even notice he had a mustache
3: <laughs> uh he was that's like guy, a guy he was like a five six to like six five and uh 150 like, maybe, pounds no facial hair yeah, no facial hair whatsoever. uh probably white but he could have been hispanic but we're not sure like, like the like the people that do all the sketches for the whatever, you know, the criminal... They just draw it, and it's fucking Charlie like, Brown. Yeah, so it's what the same happen? person every time, right? That has uh, never is. helped
4: solve a crime. It's exactly.
0: And then the guy would go, I'll be on the witness tent, and go, is this the... Ma-? Yes, that's him. And like it, you said, it could have been a Charlie Brown, it's just like, like a the line Heisen- drawing.
3: Like the Heisenberg sketch from fucking Breaking Bad. I'm just like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. No one would be like, <laughs> yeah, he was wearing a pork pie hat. It was black. He was wearing glasses. He had one, one like thin mustache it was like was it john waters? No, his name was Heisenberg. <laughs> what? Wait. Trace Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Um that's a no. Well, let me let me give a little bit a <laughs> oh, bit that's of a, a tease. What does that Actually, mean? Man, can
4: I can I can I give a teaser? Um, no, because I didn't like watching uh, a whole bunch of drug culture stuff.
3: All right, which we will get into. We will absolutely get into that. Yeah. Let's, let's ease into that. Let's let like, let's not just spit and slam. That's totally understandable, though. You're trying to spit and slam. and What we need to do is some foreplay first before we get into that. But right. that is, I am a spitter and slammer. To be perfectly okay. honest, we, uh, we all have a mutual friend who uh, grew up watching meth being manufactured in the spare bathroom and shit like that, and he st- he watched four or five episodes and said i can't watch breaking bad he just won't do it i heard it just, it's an it, excellent show it's, like, it's one I need of the watching i told my dad it was the greatest show that's ever been made on television my dad was like it's not better than mash and i was like dad it's a thousand times better than It's MASH. different for sure and and mash is a fantastic show but it went way too long if mash was like four and a half five seasons it would have been perfect but l- fucking 11 seasons longer than the actual korean war too much mm-hmm and I just told my dad, I was like, you know, the like two part mash episode at the very end, like two part finale. He like, yeah. I'm like, that's like damn near every single fucking season. And he goes, oh, shit. He watched it. and He goes, yeah, he's right. It's
0: very formulaic. And it just, yeah, it just follows the kind of it, thing. He's right. You're right. And
3: my dad yeah. was like, this is the perfect fucking TV show. I, he binge watched all five seasons of Breaking Bad in a weekend. I can't wait till I'm 65 and I can just do that. My dad's like, all he did was like drink coffee fucking 10, 12 hours a day, take a break every once in a while. But anyway. But Trace is a good friend of you. You guys have known each other for how long? 18, 20? No. Really? Actually, <laughs> our, your cousin Nick yes. has told me that we met at a UOB practice or some shit a million years ago, which means that you would have That doesn't surprise been, me because- Did you ever go to the, where they, when they practiced at the at uh, Wes's yeah. dad's office? Uh, his, not the, the office. The, at the chiropractor's house? At the house. Okay. So I've been like up in uh, Rancho. Yep. Yep. So, that would have been over 20 years ago.
4: Okay. So, okay. technically, we have known each other for 20 years, and we have been talking for... about Cup, three years. Yeah, two, two three, three years. years. Yeah.
3: Good dude. Good dude. Nice. That's yes.
4: saying a lot, but thank you. Well, I mean... I mean you're, and I just you met are. you
0: uh, probably a couple months ago. We were sitting outside. I went to Blackbridge because it was outside weather. You
3: were holding... <laughs> and I sat outside. I tell you are from back east. It's outside weather. It's that three <laughs> weeks in the summertime when it's really nice. You know? And the
0: mosquitoes aren't out yet. hmm So, um, anyhow...
4: I think that was that. How long ago was it that I first met you and your
0: girlfriend? I
3: think You're it was over a year ago. It was let pre-
0: Trace fucking answer the question.
4: I don't think it was a year ago. Just to just to go ahead and tell Joe that he's fucking wrong. But um, yeah, uh, probably probably three four months ago we met. I I think. just I had just had interactions with Paul on Facebook. Uh, just I, I would I would post something or make a snarky comment to somebody on a Facebook post, and uh, right. Paul would normally show up. To, to like my comment or laugh <laughs> he, at it. You it's actually... Going, yeah, yeah, we're kind of on the same page here, this guy, Trace
3: you I, You actually so. said something to me about it, and you're like, that Paul guy, you said something, he's like, he's such a nice guy. He always likes my funny comments, and it just... like <laughs> yeah, it was so, like... I said something really narcissistic about <laughs> it. No, no, it wasn't. It was actually really sweet and very innocent. It was very... It was like, <laughs> I like Uncle Paul because he's really nice, and he likes my Facebook <laughs> posts.
2: Uncle Paul laughs
0: at my <laughs> jokes.
3: It, <laughs> it was so sweet and innocent, I was just like, that's Paul. That's what he does. Like, he's just a. he's just a... He's a... You're gonna like this guy. He's a good fella. That's how I. Right. That's how I th- feel about both you guys. There we go. And now he here he is. Yes, and also your girlfriend Kendra, who's one of the greatest fucking people I've ever met. She's a goddamn saint. Literally,
4: the, better than anybody that I deserve to ever have in my life.
3: That's what I was thinking.
4: And, it, <laughs> and I don't even know. And I don't even know you. <laughs> Poor Trace, dude. You I'm just so, got it just from kidding. all angles. I but- am just. I'm the. I'm the poster <laughs> child of settling. Not, I'm, not me settling. But being settled Yeah, you straighten no, that one out. I
3: knew exactly what you meant. Uh, yeah. Being settled on no, and no, I being I don't, but but Kendra's <laughs> the first one to Kendra is the first one to say that she knows she's a pain in the ass. Is she a pain in the ass? She's she said might that listen before. to this,
4: so I'm gonna go ahead and step out.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, it's, well, yeah. I mean, like, I don't have to sleep next to her or on your guys' couch, right? So, uh, no, she she said that before. She's like, he keeps me in check too, like. It's right. n- it's not like I'm some saint, and that is exactly how it works. And that's and I think it's fucking awesome.
0: And you have to be prepared if you're gonna if a relationship is gonna work, you got to be prepared to have your shit called out on you occasionally, and be okay with it. Yeah. At the same time,
3: which which is why neither uh, one of us are in relationships, Paul. Right. Exactly. I'm because I'm not okay. Because, because, <laughs> because I'm not okay, and I'm call you out. You're like you look fat in those pants. So take them off and let's fuck. Like <laughs> I actually said that to a girlfriend. She's like, "Do you think you look fat in these pants?" And I'm like. Yeah, you yeah, take them off. off. And I was like, yeah. So you should probably take them off, and but a, little, your, uh, but a and little, little slower, and your underwear too. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty Slowly. much how, how it went. And I definitely got laid. It was one of the easy, like one of the <laughs> easiest pickup lines that could have turned into a goddamn murder scene.
4: Sorry, did you say greasiest or easiest? Could it be both? What's yeah. your
3: greasiest pickup line?
0: Oh god! Like, like smarmy kind
3: of
0: one that I mean, worked,
3: or just just threw it out there. Actually, okay, one. Uh. I'll tell you one that worked that was super greasy. Uh, I, like I, <laughs> I was at the Sundowner. I was newly single. I was, it was already like, trashy. Out at the Sundowner. <laughs> it, it wasn't even the Sundowner. There was Nashville <laughs> Grill, which just sounds bad. And it sounds like there's lots of fights there. Um, which so there probably were. There still is. Yeah, yeah. you can't get. Uh, that's that's a fucking. That place has so many fights. It's not funny. It's just it's the building. It's it's it. it It's always been like that. I was there when
0: I I got almost hit by a bottle of beer when this pissed off chick was throwing a bottle of beer at another chick. I say chick, whatever, because that was their their ex-girlfriend or something. And I I was in the crossfire,
3: you know. Last Saturday, I was there for about 25 minutes, and I saw two fights get broken up. You were there for what? Why did you? Why are you going back there? It, it was for a girl. It was dumb. Anyway. Oh God. Okay. It wasn't for. It was also to show support for a friend of mine, but it was also for a girl. I was like, I was thinking about my friend's dick and mine at the same time. If that makes any sure. sense. And I saw yeah. two fights. I was like, yeah, I don't really like this scene. I don't really. I, I. I'll actually. What I said when I took a sip of my beer, I was like, I hate this fucking side of town. Well, because less, the older you get,
0: the less tolerant you are of that kind of. Yeah,
3: stuff. I'd rather sit and have a conversation than watch fucking. Dude it up dipshits who've never ridden a horse fight each other about how big their fucking trucks are like, or whatever it is. Who has the it, most
4: DUIs in their RAM.
3: Yeah. The, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> in their RAM 2500. I got more DUIs than fucking. if I had, if I didn't have so many DUIs, my truck would be lifted 10 inches. Like, I saw a study that showed
4: that uh, RAM 2500 drivers have like two and a half times more than the national <laughs>
3: average of DUIs. You sent me that that's, link to that story and that's I... That's
0: a funny study. It is a funny
3: piece of information. It's funny but not what's, surprising at what's all. He, you know, what's no. even funnier is he sent me that study. I read it. I was like, hang on a second and I sent it to Sean Hicks because mm-hmm. Sean has a Ram 2500 and two DUIs on his <laughs> <and there's> record. <laughs> now, he didn't get the DUIs in the Ram and they were 15 years ago when he was in the Marine Corps because if the Marine Corps like still like, funny, do, it's still fucking funny he, and he just said, he said, sent back yes this is accurate <laughs> not even like laughing emojis nothing but, yes this is accurate and i'm like sorry sean i would gonna like, give you i have data to support okay. that and yeah like- <laughs> i have some anecdotal evidence to support that study i should call them up uh <laughs> What the fuck were we talking about? Trace, bring us uh, back.
4: You were you went to? I'm the professional here now. Wait, no, no, no. Wait. No, it's
3: no. The we went to
0: Sundowner, but that had to do with. Uh, you said National Grill. P- oh, the greasiest pickup
3: line. That's it. Yeah. Fucking see, see like you're bringing it back together. That's see, how it works. You are born to be on this podcast. Yep. So I have the face of a podcaster. You, that you, is for sure. We all do. I have the ass of a podcaster. That's for sure. It's big but flat. It, uh no, no. Mine's fucking rounds. It's bulbous. It's oh, but b- okay. donkey. <laughs> we're not talking
4: about that. <laughs> But Donkey
3: Kong. But Donkey Kong.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shout out to Kendra for sending me the sending us the best meme we've ever we're ever gonna the see super today.
4: Super thick King Kong. King Kong. Because the new movie's
0: coming out, right? It's the new uh, it just, Godzilla yeah. King Kong thing. And then, then we have a, you have a you, yes. Yeah. We'll describe it quickly, and then let's we'll move on.
4: It is it is Donkey Kong with a big no, juicy it's, tush. It's
3: King Kong. Oh, sorry, King it's Kong. Kong. Part it Kong. says <laughs> it says Godzilla versus but Donkey Kong. And it, instead of King Kong, it's got it's King Kong's ass all photoshopped to be huge. But it and is thick. King Kong with a huge, with a ass. huge ass. It's awesome. It was like it looks like Harambe's ass, if y'all remember Harambe. Yeah, R I P.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Fucking anyway. It's all right, so, good. so we're wait, making twenty six. All right, jokes. did you so slung this greasy? I slung this greasy. Recently? No, this was around ten years. ago. Well, This is oh, okay. Nashville Grill time. So this yeah, this, was, it was like oh, ten okay. years ago. Right. So, uh, I. It, it was it was it was Tim Schrader trying to get me out. Was like we were both newly single after several years of being in a relationship, we we're living together. He was like, "Dude, let's go out and like let's like let's just." I think he said, "Poach some pussy," which is a terrible line, and neither one of us would ever use that line now to this day, but we did, and it's a thing. Whatever. So I remember reading, like reading, it was probably like a fucking penthouse forum story or something. But <laughs> I walk out of the restroom and I'm walking past a table of all these all these ladies that you could tell that they don't normally go out. Like they were dressed up, but not but like clothes that were Did like ten, okay, year, 10 years looked- out of date. No, they looked great. They just were like, you could tell that they were a bunch of housewives that don't normally go out. And it was like, woo, girls night out. like an every anachronism fucking year. sort of. A little bit a little An bit attitude. but like now that I've been a bartender for a long time, I'm like, I know that group of, right, of that the drunk and white type girls. of prototypical group yes whatever, you know. if they were already drunk at seven o'clock in the evening, I would assume that they were nurses, but this was eight o'clock and they weren't all completely drunk and if they're drunk at noon, they're
4: real estate agents
3: <laughs> that is true <laughs> and if they're picking up the tab, they're realtors, which there is a difference and I was t- I was explaining the difference but anyway so I walk past and I lock eyes with this one woman who had beautiful green eyes, like bright green eyes, like almost Mm -hmm. fake, like photoshopped. And I just kind of stopped and looked at her and she kind of smiled. And I was like, why are all these people here? I thought we were supposed to be on a date, just you and me. And she was like, all right, that was pretty good. You should sit down. So sat down, but come to find out she had like a husband and. But she was like, "That was a great line." That's the cheesiest, like, greasiest fucking line I've ever said. That's was why that. she
0: asked you to sit down though, because she was kind of safe because she had a husband. You know what I
3: mean? Was, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. yeah. She was like, "Ah, oh, I could double team him." But that's and my still husband. cool. Like, well, that's still cool. But it was, it was. I've never. I don't use cheesy lines. Like, I've. Uh, I mean, but I'll, I'll fuck around well, and say good. say dumb shit. Like, yeah, because they don't work, and it's and you just look like an asshole. Right. But I've heard, I've heard some really bad ones recently. Maybe even a month ago. All you got to do is start hearing that shit and you just
0: start, you know,
3: thousands of them come. Well, when you work as a bartender, you hear, you just, you hear and you oh, see you we were just heard, talking about this. You
0: have heard a bunch of these, haven't you, probably? My
3: favorite recent, in recent memory was a guy we were just talking about before we went on air, and we're not going to say his name, and a woman that all three of us know. And she's very much, she's a walking, walking feminist Tumblr post just waiting to lash out at some skeevy guy. And luckily, I was standing right there at Blackbridge when some the dude goes, hey, excuse me, um, what color lipstick is that? <laughs> and I'm like. And you go, here we go. I just, no. I took, I literally took a step back and just was like, so I got a better vantage point. And she, and he's like, yeah, what? She's like, me? And he goes, yeah, the lipstick you're wearing, what color is that? And she's like, red. <laughs> Do you have? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, it's, she, goes, she said, red. Pause for effect. Did you have any other questions? Okay. Have a nice day. And just walked out. And I was like, ice fucking cold. I And I shit you not, he just he grabbed his beer, slammed it, threw a $10 bill out, down, and walked out. And I was like, I just walked outside and was like, come here, let me give you a hug. Because this is, a, obviously, it's a friend of mine. So like, give her a hug. And she's like, what's that for? And i like, I've never seen a woman dispatch a fucking skeevy guy that with, quickly, with yeah. that, that quickly, that quickly, and that efficiently, mm-hmm. not like give him a tirade, like some tirade. You can sound smart or whatever. She's like, "Red, do you have any other questions?" And he was like, "No." That's just such a lazy attempt. What color lipstick is that? Like, I mean, what kind of an opening line is that? Like, it's. I thought so it was going to be some of
0: the kind of a weird.
4: I thought it was going to be like
0: terrible. Oh, should be colored on my wiener or something, or you know, yeah, follow on with right that. which. Maybe it
4: was headed there and she just fucking put the gates up. She probably
3: has had that. I mean, she's, yeah, this woman is, what is she, about 35 or so, 36. And she's looked as good as she looks right now. Basically since she was like 17, 18 since I've known her. She's always been absolutely cute and gorgeous and well put together, a nice sense of style. So she's had to deal with smarmy men basically since she was like 12. So like, so she's really good at dispatching with them like it's it's so fucking funny i've heard a few here and there like that were just like the guy was like oh so uh what are you doing after this and it was like five o'clock in the afternoon and she's like well i'm still gonna be here for like three more hours so after this i don't know probably drink some water and ibuprofen go to bed like (laughs) that was one of the better ones i ever heard i'm like i fucking i my thing is, I don't give a shit about the line that the guys spit. I give a shit about what, like for some strange w- reason, I love seeing the women just roast these fucking guys because it's great.
4: Well, yeah, because they have extensive practice in it because dudes are fucking yeah. grease balls.
3: Now, Trace, I know Paul's been there. We've talked about this before. Trace, have you ever been to a gay bar? I have not. Oh, man. you'll First off, if you're even questioning, like maybe just like going down that road, big dudes clean up. They clean up at gay bars. Now, I can tell you right now the amount of beers that I've purchased in gay bars is probably under 10. And I've been going to gay bars all the time since I was like 21. Because if you're you're straight and you're cool and you go to a gay bar and you're not like pretending to be straight and trying to pick up dudes you know some dude's like hey how you doing sweetie like no nah, it's cool like i'm straight like really what are you doing here i'm like oh, i just i support the cause i'm with i'm an ally i'm with you know friends and da 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 and like they go to straight bars with me all the time so i'm coming here and i'm besides the music's better the toilet's clean like <laughs> it's it just it's the truth like most gay no, bars the I've truth. ever yeah. yeah i'm from atlanta so i've been to a lot of gay bars oh, okay though. there you go i love the atlanta like if you had said san francisco like i'm from san francisco so i've been to a lot of gay bars but
2: Atlanta's
3: gonna. gonna, People don't know that that Atlanta is like the Atlanta Pride is the second largest pride festival on the fucking planet, next to San Francisco. I've been to several of those. Yeah, like it's like half a million people show up to that shit. Anyway, I don't know why I brought up gay bars. You should, uh, you should go to gay bars because going out and being yeah. hit on probably oh, hit. Be, up oh, hit that's up right. On so, and, like the first couple times I went to a gay bar, it really made me realize
4: what women go through. Yeah.
3: Yes. No <laughs> shit. Like yeah. I, I get. I, it's not even not not everything. I can't. I'm not going to say I understand women because I've been to a gay bar, uh, but I will say that it gave me a better understanding for how predatory men can be, because I'd never really experienced that because I don't know. Like I'd never been around. Uh. I don't know. Uh, I've never been around a bunch of thirsty women. And it seems like all, almost all guys are super fucking thirsty. Yeah. Well, and just, it, it, it's and, there, and there, can be it, smarmy about it. In there,
0: uh, stereotypically, guys would be the ones that that would initiate this. You know, that's the way it happens. Absolutely. If both people could just switch roles for a while, that would be interesting. Because, you know, it, it's tough to get shot down all the time, too. You know, it's like, oh, my yeah. gosh, she's, I can hear her, her jokes. She's funny. She's attractive. She's intelligent. I really want to go talk to her. How am I going to make this fucking have any kind of chance. What am I going to say?
3: Absolutely. You know, so and yeah. it's it's kind of it's nerve, it's kind of gets you. It's gotten to a point where like I'm so good at taking rejection that it just kind of rolls off my back and directly in my back pocket and then I carry it around as baggage for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> you just stuff it deep <laughs> down inside there. Don't let it ever it's come like out.
3: You- you you push it, you ball it up, you push it down, turn it into rage, and take it out on the next wife you have. Like that's that's a Bill Burr <laughs> bit right there.
4: Or on the next woman that says no to you. Yeah, right. right. And you're like,
3: Well, that's fine, what a bitch. She was a slut anyway. Like Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah man, you're really proving it. You, yeah, that's <laughs> you right. Were the right. She's supposed to fucking high five and probably an astrophysicist or something. She's probably like <laughs> Right. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck her, NASA Fuck her. shit. She's a bitch anyway, and like, really? That's cool. Like she fucking gives money to little orphans or something. It's like she reads to orphans in the on the weekends. Right she invented some yeah. Yeah, some cantric here. She's probably going to go home with some fucking asshole. Yeah, cuz you're <laughs> the good guy. Okay. <laughs> it's my favorite. How did you pick up on Kendra though? Or did she come after you? you? Yeah, you want to hear that? Because I do. I hear I, that. We both want to hear this. Yeah,
4: so I was I was one of the people that was very uh, um I avoided confrontation and rejection like fucking crazy. So with Kendra, I Facebook messaged her for so long that she literally was like, "Stop messaging me. Please text me or hang minute. out with me." Wait a minute. So that worked? Oh no, that, that apparently that works. The system works. I I <laughs> did nothing. I did nothing. I I didn't I didn't pursue. I mean, I wait wait a minute. Wait a second. Okay, wait.
3: I gotta let's let's roll this back a little bit because we both started chuckling about this and I think we missed a, a little nuance there. You messaged her on Facebook. Facebook Messenger.
4: Yeah, and we just would chat back and because forth you, all the time. Wait, wait,
0: let's, let's roll back a little further. Because you saw her or met her or knew her. Or so
4: she posted a video of a YouTube channel that I watched all the time, and it was a it was called Game Grumps. And so it was a. Video were you guys game friends name. on Facebook at the yes, time? Yes. Okay. So we went to high school together. We were uh, in okay. band at the same time. I was a senior. She was a freshman. Some details,
3: my dude.
4: I was a dirty <laughs> dog.
3: Uh, that I'm telling you, as a former. Band and band geek, and we actually, me and you, and uh, Kendra have talked about this before. That's like the ultimate low hanging sweet, sweet fruit is when you're a junior or senior and you're an upperclassman in bands and you get that fucking fresh meat come in. You're like, Yeah, what's I, up? See. Fresh meat coming it's, in, it's absolutely. And that, that, and it, it's fucking you're in high school, you're dude, it's the truth. No, you're it doesn't, know. No, it no. Is, it, no, 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 it's not just if you're a dude, it's just if you're in fine arts. Because when I was a freshman, I was dating a senior. Her name was Nicole Thurmond. And Nicole Thurmond, well, Nicole Thurmond helped me into manhood. I didn't lose my virginity to her, but she definitely assisted along the way. Gotcha. She would be like a, a sexual professor. And she's the one who told me that. She's like, like, I, like and, I, and a few of her friends were like, hey, look, just so you know, she does this. Like, we've seen her do this the past few years. Like, she just goes after the younger dudes, and I'm like, all right, right. man, that's yeah, cool. That's
0: all right with me. I Whatever. don't
3: care. I'm Jobo and I like big boobies. Like, I had no idea. I had someone like, in band
4: like that, too, who was... I, it, I had a reputation for being a freshman predator male or
3: female female, female. yeah so th- perfect like I said, works this is, this is so it's not it's not it's not uh, gender specific right. this is just specific to fine arts okay so, so you anyway. were both in band yeah we're we're both, both in band, band. And that's then why you guys you know you guys i graduated and we didn't really talk or anything and then uh we were just facebook
4: friends from being in band and she posted and that a video was here here in kingman here in kingman yeah. okay so oh. she posted a video that i was like oh cute girl posting some stupid obscure youtube channel that fat nerdy me likes I'm gonna slide into these DMs and I was like hey if you like them you should uh check out their other videos they have some funny shit well actually uh rewind about a week ago just found out that one of the dudes was like grooming uh fans
3: oh no so that was a bummer i was like wow i can't really share the story anymore so, <laughs> oh, no you you but but you no, kind of tainted the but experience the fact is, you're like i'm gonna slide into her dms and all you did was like oh uh, hey uh you know what if you really like this video uh oh, you hey should... do, you, do you like the game grubs i think that you'd really like the rest of their youtube <laughs> yeah, like, videos you, you came at it from an angle of like i bet she would really like this like it was you, you weren't being skeevy at all You were just like I was just mansplaining YouTube videos to her.
4: But he was being hopeful too. Stop
3: downplaying how good of a dude you are, you dick. Stop it. Stop (laughs) being. Don't do that, Trace. But you were hopeful too, like because he was attractive and funny. Oh
4: yeah, I was. I was absolutely like, I'm going to take some time to, to chat with this cute girl, and then uh, it it escalated into her being like, "You need to take my phone number and stop messaging me on Facebook."
3: Wow, good for her. (laughs) Which is great. I love that. I I like. I I, first off, I like. I like. I, I just really I just love Kendra to death cuz she's she's super sweet. She's funny. She's low key funny like if you're not paying attention, she's that kind of humor that I yes. love that kind of humor yeah. on anybody. If you're not paying attention, you'll just fucking miss it and you're missing out on some really fucking good nuggets. Which by the way
0: happens a lot more now because we're all so tied to our goddamn phones.
3: Yes. I mean, if you could actually just listen to people and you go that
0: person's funny. That's
3: another thing that I really like hanging about uh, hang I like about hanging with you and Kendra is that you guys aren't glued to your phones. Like you actually have a human conversation and it's really cool. Consider We also have to tell people because you can't see Trace or his girlfriend. Like, you are 27? Yes. 27 and she's 24? Three. 23. Yeah. So, this is not like there's like a 55 and 50 years old. Like, we're fucking, you guys are in your 20s. Yeah. And I mean, which
4: you can totally dick around on your phone and not be ignoring everyone around you yes. with your head, with your chin glued to your chest. Exactly. Like,
3: exactly.
0: So, but it's better to be looking someone in the eye and engaging 100%. Oh, absolutely. Fear, yeah. Yeah. But so so you so you got her number obviously and then that was that's just the beginning of it. Eventually you asked her out, I assume. No, blah,
4: it blah. was literally just like an open communication of her being like, I think I like you. And I was like, Hey, where are we at? One day, and I was like, All right, well, I want you to be my girlfriend. And I was that. <laughs> that's badass, dude. It didn't take
0: that long. How many long did that go from when you got her number to probably her?
4: three four months. Wow, that's pretty zippy. Hell yes. Yeah. Trace has got game. It was literally just on our, on my friend's couch. We were sitting there, and they went to the bar, and she was underage, so we couldn't go. So we were just sitting at someone else's house watching TV, and I was like,
3: you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> and uh, she said yes, and she loves me. And now you guys are buying a house together. And we're buying a house together. That's wow. so fucking—yeah, you guys moving in. You get the keys when?
4: Um, So a closed date got moved forward like two weeks, so I got uh, about two and a half
3: weeks. Oh, Shit. What, like, what's your date? Shit. 26th? What do you,
4: what do what do you shit? It was supposed to be April
3: 9th. Yeah, that's because I'm going to be gone, and the it's 26th. It's not about is, you. The twi- <laughs> no, it's about Trace and Kendra and the shit that I have for them for their housewarming shit, you caught. Well, cock. maybe I'll go there in your stead. You're such an asshole. <laughs> well, first off, the 26th is my birthday, and I will be in Hawaii, so I'll call you guys and give you guys some well wishes. Okay, good. Yeah, from, the, from the beach while with a Mai Tai and Some hands. good
4: undermining congratulations. <laughs> that is like, good. yeah, i like,
3: yeah, a be there,
0: but I'm in Hawaii. Congratulations
3: so. on your dumb house. It's not near the beach or a bar, faggot. <laughs> like, it's just like <laughs> drunk and
4: hey, that's not true. We are close to the bowling alley, which I'm not happy about. I was like, I, we're not going but there.
0: That's a good area if you're back behind that. That's, that's a pretty good area. Though. I'm literally
3: no, no.
4: like a 90-second drive from Smith's. Okay, he's off
3: of Airway, right? Is yeah. that where it's at? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, all right. That's yeah, good, no, that's no, nice. it's a good location. Yeah, it's yeah. a great location. Yeah, how
4: many listeners do you have? I'll just put my address out there. Six. All right, three five three six
3: North Skylark Road. Oh okay. shit! Oh, the <laughs> funny thing is it's Skylark because I and I immediately go like Butler, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that's fucking funny. Um, it's crazy
4: that it goes all the way to Airway.
3: It's it was crazy, man. Roads, crazy. Are crazy. Yeah. Roads are crazy. Roads are crazy. You know what else is crazy? Roads. <laughs> When you're really stoned, it's just like. like roads. Roads are fucking cool. You know what else is cool, man? Fucking cars. It's crazy. They can take like you, you can go places.
4: Guys, what about bridges?
3: Right?
0: Bridges go over rivers.
3: But you can go under a bridge or Whoa. drive over stuff, man. It's like what two the fuck is that noise? Things. Whoa! That's a very large plane. What is that? I'm sorry. Hold on. Just I'll
0: be right back. I'm that's very
3: loud. Yeah, like that rattled my testicles.
0: That, I felt I, that.
3: I love where we record. Isn't I really that great, hope, Trace? Uh, yeah, I hope that picked up on the mics. I hope this is like a... Jesus Christ. That was... I don't know what that was. Like, that sounded like a... like a, Do you want know what a C5 Galaxy is? No. It's a giant fucking cargo plane.
0: Throttling way up. Next to one of those what was it? Leaving. I don't know. It's probably one of those um, Embraers out there, I guess. But it was just probably full throttle for just... I think they were out there working on
3: oh know. it's out there it's on the ground that's yeah, why that's okay that's think. why okay gotcha oh, but that god. was rather rumbly that actually kind of terrified me a little bit I was like oh god and I was like do I need to find a doorway that to was one of the more we've been here a while It's one of the more rumbly loud noises very I much think. so I yeah. actually yeah. thought
4: that was just par for the course so <laughs> no. good, good to know that somebody could have <laughs> fucking nuked this building and I would have been like it's yeah,
3: fine I accept my fate yeah I you hope congratulations can't. on your house. That's really good. Really yeah, great. man, that's really cool. First house, I assume, right? Yeah, first yeah. house. That's fucking bad. You guys are just dating, right? I mean, you know. uh,
4: we've been we've been just dating since 2016 and we've Dude. lived together all but one month right. of our relationship. Well, so marriage just I mean, kind of uh, passe now. Yeah. <laughs> it's don't <laughs> like, really gets married I mean, anymore. Yeah. I mean, kind of, you know, no it's a piece to. of paper, but right, I yeah. will I will give her the ceremony and the, the gathering. Are you guys engaged wants. now? No.
3: At some point, fully plan to be yeah. okay, I, I, I know you. a guy that can marry you guys that would be, do a really cool ceremony and uh, help you plan it.
4: Yeah, does that person um, do uh, ceremonies dressed as Elvis? Could. God
3: damn it! You know what? Like, I don't. I don't. And would you, you'd
4: make a really good old Elvis? Would though, you do it when it for him? Fat?
3: I really don't like Elvis Presley. <laughs> I don't. I don't like anything about Elvis. It's Presley. It's not about you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Once again. <laughs>
3: However, <laughs> you might make an exception. I would wear an all like wait what a would black you take Elvis a black... Presley
4: or like an eighties glam like hair metal look.
3: Those are my choices. You dick. Yep,
4: <laughs> that's terrible.
3: <laughs> like it like a Lee eighties glam. He would like to get dressed up like, like Sebastian that. Bach, but like <laughs> fat and gross. So like twenty twenty one Sebastian Bach. Oh, say. Fat
0: and gross Sebastian Bach. Oh my god,
3: Sebastian Bach. I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> I did. I know. It's funny. I I mean, yeah. I mean, if you wanted me to, I would dress up like Elvis. I would Ellis. never do that to you. <laughs> Fucking weird. Was that a test? Yeah. To see how committed I am yep. to being your friend? You motherfucker. It's kind of
4: like when Jim Jones would uh, have all of his like close followers drink uh, Kool-Aid, and he would, well, probably Flavor-Aid, and he
3: would say, see, that was Flavor-Aid. You see? Trace, I just corrected him a few the, weeks ago on this podcast about the Flavor-Aid. fact that it wasn't, it's a myth that it was Kool-Aid. It was Flavor-Aid. Yeah, because Flavor-Aid was cheaper, and they only spent about 12 us
4: dollars on the fucking cyanide that it took to <laughs> kill, <laughs> kill that many people yes
3: <laughs> thank you i'm so glad some other so weirdo great it was that flavor it was great flavor yeah yes nice. yeah, yeah. Okay. what a what a last but beverage it, it, but i only know that because my we were poor we could that's if, a good trivia if question if you can't though. afford kool-aid <laughs> and flavor Aid is where it's at and I, i'm like it's like 10 cents cheaper a packet. Like, that's how I know my mom was counting fucking pennies. Mm-hmm. 10 cents cheaper so they give you 5 cents to get flavored? <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, yeah, this is a uh, government the subsidies. packets are really, really cheap. You're actually yes, getting sorry. paid to do this. Uh, anyway. So, you
0: are going to have a... Oh, I was going to tell you real quick. We're going to yeah. take a break? No, 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 go ahead. What's up? I was just going to say, I, I, I have a note here, which I rarely do, but I, I want to not forget this, is that uh, we have racist uh, soap dispensers.
4: Here in the building, yes. I washed my hands earlier, Paul. I know that's why they're so white. I, but I know, yeah, look how dry my hands off. The brown is earlier clear. today, so
0: I I'm, wash I'm in there.
3: Brown off. <laughs>
0: you're not that. I'm whiter than you for sure, but you're not. You're not that.
3: <laughs> brown. But that's why I call him Mihoski. That's right. Because <laughs> he's he's half Mexican and half Polish.
0: So I was uh, sanding, <laughs> sanding these uh, these. Uh, Wing assembly pins. Let's just say it. These large diameter bolts, and they could just slip in the hole a little bit easier. So, would you abbreviate <laughs> that
4: to WAP?
0: Yeah, wing assembly pins. WAPS. Oh my god! <laughs> there we go. Here we go down the WAP road. <laughs> well, I know what our break music's going to be. <laughs> anyway, oh, Joe's making a note. I have to tell my story. Shut up.
3: And tell your
0: story. So I have this sandpaper, this this wet or dry sandpaper that, that's kind of a, a a darker like a dark gray, and I'm it's, and there's all these red this reds. I'm doing this, Joe. This is the motion, kind of like this that this is little the bit, uh, too. like if you would use <laughs> two hands
3: to like stroke a cock, that's right. the motion that he's using, like
0: counterclockwise and clockwise at the same time, like a
3: really like a big one, yeah, like, yeah, like a right. good like a medi- like a feller right. size cock. I had a hard like time just, like, not bringing really long it to my with...
0: mouth. When the whole time I was doing this, I was going, uh-huh. I was fighting <laughs> fighting the urge to bring it to my mouth.
4: So I had to stop eating sub sandwiches because I just fucking choked on him every time.
3: <laughs> choked on him? What an amateur. Uh, Paul's so, never gonna tell so this. So, story. I'm, nope.
1: so,
0: I, so I'm polishing this pin, if you will.
4: <laughs> so, he's,
3: <laughs> so he's polishing
0: the pin. So he's in the
4: bathroom polishing, polishing his, his
0: pin <laughs> and he looks over at the soap dispenser. No, no, no. no <laughs> what happens is that's not exactly the that's a that's a funny story beginning with the story. I'm going, hey, you want some? You no, know, that, that's not how
3: it happened. Yeah. Okay, so, and then? I'm
0: polishing this pen. Uh-huh. Not wearing gloves, but th- there's this black residue, or very dark residue that's coming off from the metal and from the sandpaper. Got it? So I keep, and I'm. And I, this is this pen's getting really polished. It's looking really good. I'm excited about this. Pen. Yeah. Up to 2,000 grit sandpaper. I'm going, you know, that's it. Clean it off. Like My hands were really fucking black, and they weren't coming off. You know, it wasn't coming off. So I went to the, the kitchen kitchen. So the same two same soapants that we have here, at the kitchen and the bathroom you know the right. automatic yep, yep, you yep. put your hand underneath uh that kind of thing, so my hands are again very dark, almost black. Put my hand underneath there, nothing happens, so I went, God, the batteries must be out, damn it, let me try this hand or whatever, let me just stop and let's couple of, and do that. Well, fuck batteries are out now I got to go in the bathroom, so I went in the bathroom, same thing went I went, what the what so I turned my hand over and went like that, soap came out. <sighs> Uh-huh. Oh shit! I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. So I told my whole crew, I said we have racist soap dispensers, and then Kevin goes, "Well, we should. They should be canceled then."
3: <laughs> yeah, we should
0: hashtag cancel. <laughs> Jesus! I said, "What we need to do is do a lawsuit and sue that company for not. They don't want to keep, let the black man have clean hands, do we?" COVID and everything, right? We're trying to Jesus. kill the black man. Get it? Oh, you know my it God. So,
3: <laughs> so terrible. So I Paul. did wash
0: my hands more, and I went, that's, that. They fucking work now with a, so whatever the sensor. anyway, it just, it was kind of funny. I thought we have got racist sub-defenders. That's well, it. Well, that line. actually does
4: go into part of, like, the tech industry of, like, largely being run and programmed by white people yeah. that, like, there's, there's police stations, or I don't, I can't name them. uh <laughs> off the top of my head but they have used facial recognition and black and asian people are like 10 times more likely to be misidentified by these absolutely
3: because it's because they're programmed by well the funny thing is is like you have a a lot of asian east asian and then uh south asian like so you know indian Pakistani, or you know, whatever folks that work in tech and they're the ones that are like yeah it's it's weird we're the ones that write the code, and then the final approval is mostly white people. Like, that's... I've literally read that shit about... They, they had some jokes about that in Silicon Valley, like, right. on, the, on the TV show, about that, about facial recognition software. They're like, I thought everybody in facial... Uh, or I thought everybody in programming was, like, brown or, 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 or Asian, East Asian... And they're like, yeah, we're the one who do, do the legwork, but the final approval comes from the white people at the top, just like the rest of the world. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> so, but what you said is tr- – and it's, there's, a sh- there's a shred of truth to that.
0: But I can see why it would be difficult, and I'm not making excuses here at all, but, but they're, they're, the shadows don't show – they show up easier on a white face than they do on a dark face. And that's probably why it's Did more difficult. Did you say black face? I, di- I didn't say – that's a dark face. I'm just saying – Oh,
3: that's even better somehow? Oh, my God. I'm just saying
0: that's probably why, though. It's probably why right no,
3: it, uh, well, yeah, but you also can you can they can fix t- it. you I'm can tell that. a computer to do that right. stuff, but if you're not if you don't know what it's like if to you're not have thinking about like that. M- like brown skin or 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 uh, different shaped eyes, you won't know to program if, that. So if, you have or to know If that. this There's
0: manufacturer can't have a darker skinned person put their hand underneath the goddamn dispenser while they're developing this product, dude, I was just sensor. about to say
4: that. That means not a single brown person person tested that fucking sensor. That's right. true. Until yeah. it was
3: in Which is not very inclusive, but like I don't know, man. Like I don't know what I don't know how you would solve that other than like I don't know, hire more black and brown people <laughs> to work on your your sensors for your soap dispenser. At the like. airplane place. It seems, it seems <laughs> yeah, like a really right?
4: small request, but you'd be surprised at how difficult it is. Well, so Ashley didn't yeah. believe me.
0: She goes, oh, really? Whatever. And then we we're talking. Then she came in. She came back out. She goes, oh, you're right. And went, what? Now I was moved on in my mind. Right about what? Uh, the dispensers. What would you do? Because she's not dark at all, right? She said, I just took the, the dark saucer, which we had there, and put her underneath. She said, nope, doesn't pick it up. Yeah, she wow. did, she to check it out so yeah anyway well
3: you know it's funny that uh, clearly you hire way too many fucking white people you don't have enough like black and brown it's learning folks.
0: it's 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 an intelligent system so no 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 no, um, no
3: you no. this is the first time you you're known about this and this hangar's been here for how fucking long uh, and you've never heard anybody? yeah 12 years in 12 years you've never had a black or brown person in... I can hire who I want damn it that's fine <laughs> anyway, <kidding>. right. <laughs> i reserve reserved the right to refuse service to anybody including black pilots like those <laughs> exist what, what do you call a black or what do you call a black guy that flies a plane a pilot you're racist yeah <laughs> one of my favorite fucking jokes of all time but like that like god damn that's fucked well, you up, say dude. you say i don't know obviously and then you get then these because he said the right, right answer right. he did say the right answer he knows this joke he's Jesus. a smart guy speaking of joke we're we apologize for this podcast let's take a break okay we'll be back in a few
2: my way.
0: So, back welcome back to cartoon casual right joe uh right, yes
3: right, i believe that's correct we're that back. is correct oh wait i thought this was a joe rogan podcast what yeah. the fuck is going on here
4: yeah who's our sponsor for this episode the Studio is uh, sponsored nice. by
3: on it uh and no I can't. it's funny
0: this studio doesn't look like it does on the
3: on the youtube when you look at the yeah it, it looks better look same. it's not all red lights a <laughs> in a fucking <laughs> in a tube in a tube yeah, yeah. uh like a Quonset hut. I'm not sure like, I like the tubes. I, I, don't, I don't I understand know. why he left, but, you know, whatever. I get yeah. it. I had an um, interesting dream last night, Joe. Yikes. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to give did a you, lot of detail. Did you wake up crying? No. That's did you wake huge... up hard?
0: No. Well, I think I developed
3: a, a hardness.
0: Oh, well, that's good. There was a... <laughs> just,
3: just complete silence. Hey, man, he's like 78 years old. Like, if you got some, some level of tumescence, that's fine.
0: Okay, so in my dream, I am I leaning over that sink over there, like, washing my hands or at the racist soap dispenser. Right. Um, or cutting open a can. Of, I don't know what I'm doing over there. And I hear this weird noise, like this loud, weird noise. And I hear people outside here at the hangar, you know, in the hangar space. So I come out. And no one else is there except for Janet Reno and and Pat Benatar.
3: Oh oh my God. I'm not kidding. What were they e- looking for? Equal parts the the one of the most feminine women of all time and one of the most masculine women of all time. Janet Reno.
4: Do you know who Janet Reno is? I was just about to pull up my phone and Google Janet she Reno. She was oh, the God damn it. She's a
3: former <laughs> governor of Arizona. No, no, no. You know, you're thinking of Janet Naponatalo. Oh, what was Janet? What did She jan- was the oh. attorney
0: uh, general during Clinton. She was that tall, she has to be gay or asexual, unattractive. She was the one that had made the Waco decision, I
4: think, to, went, to go down there. Oh, and- that was a good decision, I heard. I
0: <laughs> heard it worked I heard out. That, <laughs> <I> heard <laughs> went out
4: well. Yeah, I'd heard no kids burned alive in that thing. And I yeah. actually
3: heard that after, like, one of the unintended side effects of that was a bunch of people getting murdered in Oklahoma City afterwards. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. And hey, then the uh,
0: finest, Ruby Ridge. Was that before or after the like the Waco? Uh, Ruby Ridge was, was before. That was like never the one. Same kind of similar date. But look However, up Janet Reno. You'll recognize her. I
4: don't you re- recognize her. I don't recognize her. However, well, uh, you people m- also searching for David She's Koresh. Like, look,
3: right. Hello, my name's Janet Reno. Do oh. you do
0: you remember Janet? You know who used to play her on uh,
4: SNL? Chris Farley.
3: <laughs> Close. Close. Uh, Will Ferrell. Will, oh, Ferrell. Yeah, it was Will <laughs> Ferrell. Yeah. Will Ferrell. Yeah. No, I mean, the woman is incredible. She's at Cornell. Her, under, her, her uh, undergrad was at Cornell, and her JD was from Harvard Law. All right. Like, she's smart as and fuck. And she's tall. Like, look look how—I
0: want to see how frankenstein ish tall she is. Because she's always kind of walking around hunched over, because that's what a lot of really tall people do, because they don't want to— they don't oh, want
3: to appear God. that that tall. Yeah. yeah.
4: I just saw Will Farrell, Janet Reno, and it's <laughs> oh, God. I'm getting off my phone now. Yeah, Paul
3: was getting hard. So okay. So, Wait a minute, that's not what the connection uh, okay, was. Okay, so you were having a threesome with Pat Benatar and Janet Reno. Alright. <laughs> go on.
4: Will Farrell came in and stuck his finger in your butt. No. Yeah. And, and, but, but only Ooh. after
3: removing Janet Reno's finger from your butt. <laughs> it's just my job. This is my job. And he's all hey. That that's how he What's was, your favorite finger? Mine's no, the thumb. Like <laughs>
0: His voice when he was doing Reno was kind of ultra
3: low, too, because very, she had a very low voice. Very, much so. He would
0: make his voice lower to match in front of her. I
3: need to know the rest of this dream so we can remain friends. I'm out there, and it's Janet. It's,
0: I think I see Pat Benatar first. Like whatever. you do. Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, Janet Reno's about twice Pat Benatar's height, so she's towering and dressed up similar way she would in any of these photographs. In like like a smart pantsuit. In suit. a bit pant, business pantsuit, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> I'm going, hey, uh how's it whatever what's going on how's it going and whatever it is and then pat benatar is i'm we're talking to her about i don't know what it was i don't know what it was but then she's going to go out to the back to have a cigarette or a smoke or something at this back door out here and she kind of learn turned back as i'm now i'm talking to janet i'm trying to what am i going to say to janet reno what do you say to janet reno when she? hey how that waco thing worked out is yeah, that what right that's, that
3: would be the first thing i would ask yeah. her yeah. yeah how do you but feel anyway. about waco janet yeah
0: what is that all about <laughs> So what's so, the deal but, with Waco, Janet? But then but then, Pat Benatar is about to walk out the back door and she turns around and she goes, I'll be back in a minute, Paul, and then winks and then goes. And I'm like, whoa, that's
3: when the boner started. Well, thank God that that's when the boner started. I <laughs> when Janet Reno was like, well, I'd rather really like, really like to talk to you about Waco. <laughs> and they're like, Dung. yeah. And Janet Reno's like. I'm gonna blow this guy. So now I'm alone in my hangar with Janet
0: Reno because Pat Benatar is outside having a smoke. <laughs> or whatever she's doing because she winked at
3: you when right. she left. So I don't know she know might what be doing, doing some
4: nefarious shit out there. I be, need you to understand. She should have been diddling herself back there. Right. You may get
3: cancelled for this bit. Okay. I just want I just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> cancelled.
0: So it doesn't go much further, but I'm saying so now I'm now I'm going, what do I really, what do I say to Janet Reno? So I said, I just took my hand, I said, I'm Paul Gaines. And she goes, hi, I'm Janet Reno. And I went, so what are you guys doing here? Well, we thought we'd come in town because we were, de-. and then that's about it. That kind of, and that's and don't all remember, I remember. remember. That's Fuck. it. Never
4: saw Jesus Pat Christ. Benatar again. All right, so let's wrap this dream up for Paul. What were they doing in town? Though? I don't, I don't, yeah, you can, guys can make it up. I have uh, no I feel idea. Like Janet
3: Reno, Pat Benatar, they were opening up a scissor factory. <laughs> and they were, lo- they, were, they were looking for hangar space to scissor.
0: What is the correct term for, the, for scissoring that's not by us normal people? You always
3: ask me this. I know. Tribbing. Tribbing. Yeah. It was, you know, it was scissor that's, action. That would be... Tribbing. We yeah, call I've, it. Also, I've also heard that that's, like, not a thing in... Okay, so here's the thing. I've, I think, maybe four lesbian couples I've asked about this at various times, and two of the four couples, so half, have said, yeah, we do that, and the other two are like... That's not a thing. I'm like, okay, but that's the difference. I don't know. Maybe it's a generational difference or something. I don't know. But whatever. I so do you I think you think
0: uh, Pat Benatar is actually bi or anything like that? Why? Why did I put Janet Reno and Pat
3: Benatar together? What the fuck? You like s- strong females? Apparently, like that's. that's I just have a,
0: never. I didn't see anything with Janet Reno. You
3: never spanked it to Janet Reno? Like, you're like <laughs> no, yeah, fucking send in the troops. Like you're, you're like. <laughs> Light them up! Light them up! And you're like, I'll put that fire out right now. And just
0: I'll oh, hack that Second Amendment all to bits. Oh
3: my God. That's where they. I got go. an assault rifle for you, Reno. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm just,
0: I'm just it's just, I, I just, whatever.
3: I don't even know how to segue from your weird, nasty fucking threesome dream with Janet it Reno. It wasn't and a threesome. It was Waco
4: that we injected. And in Waco.
3: There. Yeah. Yeah. You injected your Waco, didn't you? Yeah. So that's...
0: that's it. But now
3: we're going to get heavy. Cool. Now I have something to think about when I don't want to come too quick. So thanks for that. You're welcome. Just Janet Reno. thank me later. Later? Later. I will text you and be like, oh, man, it lasted like a whole 18 minutes because of that shit. All right. You're right. It is a tough segment. We're going to talk about something serious. Right? Why did you put that on me? Now I have to fucking come up with this shit. No, I can. I
4: can. uh, Drugs. Drugs.
3: Okay. (laughs) The
0: legal good drugs the, we're going the, to talk about. Yeah, right. Exactly. The, the, the yeah. good ones. All yeah.
3: the
4: good ones that do good it,
3: things for you. It's perfectly fine because a doctor prescribed it. Exactly. So, yeah. And that's what the problem is. So, Trace, you have uh, – you were, would you call yourself a recovering addict? Are you one of those people? W- or yeah. Would you say – I wouldn't say I am a cured addict. Yeah. you're, you're... Like I,
4: I am not a former addict because I
3: – Carry addictions from various right. substances yeah. to substances, and yeah. uh,
4: fortunately was just able to get it off of a shitty
3: one. But and to quote Demi Lovato on Joe Rogan's podcast last week, Demi Lovato calls herself California sober, which is hilarious to me. Does that mean
4: you'd? Smoke weed and take mushrooms well, well, and you
3: don't do opioids? Exactly. Because, yeah, okay. you know, I don't know if you know this. Like, she was bad. Like, bad. She, she was, like,
4: had strokes. She was so... She had she overdosed, she
3: was, she overdosed nine times that she's been brought back with Narcan.
4: That is absolutely insane. Two times
3: she had strokes. She has permanent brain damage. She has white spots in her vision. Like, she can't... Like, she's like, I don't drive unless it's very short and in the middle of the day with dark sunglasses on. All right. This would be from what drug... Okay. Opioids. Okay. OxyContin. She legal, got to a point where quote, she was legal drugs, but she not, got to a point where she was slamming Black Tar heroin. Like it, it's it's bad. And honestly, it, and I was telling uh the kid this the other day, and I was like, I remember watching shows with her with my kid 15 years ago, ten, ten, fifteen years ago, with Demi Lovato and all those Disney kids on there. And if you would have told me that Demi Lovato was gonna grow up to be a an amazing female role model for young girls, I would have laughed hysterically at you. But the way that she's been so open about her addiction and all the problems with that, it's really great what she's doing. She's very open about it. So
4: it's great and it also kind of shines a light on um how some people see addicts in society because even after Demi Lovato was off of drugs and was like, Hey, here's what happened to me. People still take every chance that they can to fucking dog on her yeah, or right? to make fun of her
3: for being an addict. And it's absolute horseshit because and it's-
4: we I think part of the goal for this episode is to just like let people know that it's cool to talk about it and
3: it, not only cool it's encouraged. Yeah, we should encourage people to talk about their addictions and and other mental health issues because that's exactly what it is. It's a it's it, it's the uh, uh, opioid specifically opioid addiction to me is like the perfect perfect uh, horrendously perfect marriage of of uh, mental health and physical health issues. Because if you have mental health issues and you become addicted to opioids, it's going to cause physical problems and everything just gets fucking worse. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah.
4: You you reach a point where uh, you tell yourself every day that, all right, I'm not getting any more tomorrow. And then you wake up the next day
3: and it's like. Okay, that was I was yeah. full of shit. That was stupid. Yeah. It's just a little bit. It's just how, how day. did you
0: Did you just acquire opioid originally from someone else that had them, or, or did you have an injury? Was it that kind of a thing? Yeah,
4: so let's crack this open. Um, I was 16 in high school band, actually, wrestling around with a friend, and he had some that he'd taken from his grandma, mm-hmm. and they fell out of his pocket, and I was like, hey, what are those? And uh, I was like, well... I can't really smoke weed at home. My parents are on my ass like a fly on shit, so I can't do anything that is going to make me smell. So for me, I don't. I probably had you know depression and anxiety and other things that go along with being 16 in high school. But uh, for me, it was just that I could get fucked up and not stink like weed. I got you. Okay. Okay.
3: Well, that's that. I bet a lot of people. That's probably how it worked with a lot I of. I guarantee people. you, a lot of people that, no. that that it happens like that. Okay. So then from 16. From that point what were you what was it what were you what was okay, the, so what i was what i cracked was it open?
4: swallowing i was just taking actually i took pills vicodin one time and this should have been a pretty good indication that i should stop wait, wait, was this from him the Vic- yes. vicodin okay. yeah i just i, I swallowed those and within, How how many uh i think
3: it was like 10 milligrams at the time well i don't know how big so of, v- uh a you have uh three and a half three fifties five five hundreds and seven and a half seven fifties so it's seven and a half the first number is uh, hydrocodone. Hi, uh, yeah, yeah or, hydrocodone. Yeah, hydrocodone. And then the second number is how many milligrams of Tylenol? Acetaminophen. Okay, got it. Or if you're really lucky, you can get the shit
4: that doesn't have any Tylenol added to it. Because, That's... hey, you know, addicts are really worried about their livers when they have Tylenol <laughs> in their drugs. It's weird, man. And, you know, it's another thing is that... Um, I've never heard so many people smoking heroin say that if you don't put your foil the right side up you're going to get Alzheimer's. <laughs> that was a fucking thing that I heard. If you no, smoke I, your heroin off the back side of your foil, of the aluminum. <laughs> you're going to get Alzheimer's. Oh god.
3: <laughs> For those of you that don't know there are two Holy different sides shit. to aluminum foil. There's like kind of a pseudo non-stick side. And then there's a the dull side. There's dull and a shiny side. Yeah, the dull and the shiny yeah, side. Yeah, the shiny the shiny side. Shiny side. Holy I don't remember shit. which side gave you Alzheimer's anymore. I think about it every time I use foil. It's when funny I cook. that you don't it's remember. Like, <laughs> oh, I know. And
0: by the way, that's a fallacy. Now they've learned that aluminum is not. It doesn't do this. It.
3: It. it yeah. And it was never a thing. Right. Some. I, it, it's kind of like the uh, vaccines causing autism. It was like one dipshit. Was but they like, do. I wonder oh. if there's a. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. It's like wait, the the correlation originally started with. Oh, there's a correlation between the uh, aluminum zirconium hydroxide, I think is what it's called, that's in most um, and, antiperspirants. Right. And, and when that started, that, that 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 chemical started getting added to antiperspirant deodorants in like the 60s. And then uh, there's a correlation between that and the prevalence of Alzheimer's. But Alzheimer's has been around. It's a genetic, it's a genetic problem. Yeah. It's been around, it's been around for, for, for thousands of years. It just was never diagnosed. It was just like, oh, he's just a crazy old man. But... Anyway, we digress. Yeah, so
4: um So how did so you progress? Ha- from there? you had one of
0: those and then and then then you wanted more.
4: Yeah, um, this is here's the first sign that I should have fucking stopped. So okay. I, I swallowed ten milligrams of Vicodin and the next time I was able to get my hands on any Vicodin, I snorted them. So I wow. swallowed pills one time Holy shit. and Holy shit. jumped to chopping them up on my NMO too that's state like that's the- C D case.
3: End of the state. Fucking what an incredible <laughs> album. Incredible album. blink <laughs> yeah. two's End of the State.
4: Yeah. Check it out. I'm mad I ruined this, the case of that because it's an, that's an album that I would want to hold on to for a long, long time. And I destroyed it with a razor blade. <laughs> that's just unfortunate. It is. Now, how did you know at that age? Because people were talking about snorting different stuff. How did you know to chop
0: it up or whatever? And oh, powder? the person I
4: bought it from told me it works better if you, if you oh, snort okay. them. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. And then, um, I stayed on snorting right, probably around like 10 to 30 milligrams at a time until I started working at a little Caesars. And then I, okay, learned, but how did
0: you acquire, do he give you more? Is that what yeah. Did? And then I For just free. Made, you just, no,
4: I was buying them from him.
0: Oh, gotcha.
4: Yeah. And, so. uh, I, I'm, through him, I'd meet, met other people, and then just your your net expands, and you know so many people that you can get it from. And how many years ago was this? Again, um, you were sixteen. This is 20. sixteen, so this is
0: not uh, that. Yeah, this is this 11. is in the heyday of the opioid. When they were every goddamn where.
4: Yes, this is before. And this is also this is right around the time when they took um, Oxycontin, and they added a gelling substance to it. So if you tried to put it in your nose, it would turn to gel.
3: Yes, you couldn't you couldn't snort it. Okay,
4: and then well then people found out you could microwave them and freeze the microwave shit and scrape that off the microwave plate and snort it still.
0: Is but. this the time when like uh, or is this was Limbaugh fucked up? He said he would take a hundred of these things. He was addicted. You know, Rush Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, so like, Rush Limbaugh. That 100 was like a hundred a day. He said that he that was would take.
3: The, so. What he's talking about is about eleven years ago. Yeah, right when he was sixteen. Yeah, and then. And so Limbaugh, I think that was like maybe seven or eight years ago when we heard about it. But yeah. he had been abusing opioids for in 20 Florida, years.
0: In Florida, which was one of the key states, was this, that you could go get as many as you wanted to. Yeah, they didn't, didn't have Florida. limits. Yeah. They didn't give a shit in Florida.
4: You could go. Yeah, there them was them. no oversight. You can go to 10 doctors and tell them that you don't have anything. And then right, you've yep. got like thousands of pills coming in covered yep. by your insurance. And you flip them for $20 a pill and you absolutely break it. there's
0: a business. Yeah. yeah.
4: Like, I've seen people sell their whole prescriptions for like $1,200, 1300 and Cover their rent for the month. Wow, shit! I'm in the wrong business. It <laughs> it's, it sucks how uh, how profitable vice is. Again, now, these
0: are the legal uh, good drugs. Remember that? Remember these are yeah, sanctioned you know, drugs these
4: are by the U.S. Yep. and yeah, everything. So far, and, yeah. this is all prescribed. Yep. This is
3: all. Uh... So okay, from so then you started working at Little Caesars. You were going where somewhere with that?
4: Yeah, so I started working at Little Caesars and learned that you can smoke pills, and that was kind of that was the rapid descent into. To smoking black tar heroin. Fortunately, um, I never injected it. I think I'd probably be fucking done if I did. That's kind of like a... That's a bridge that when you cross, it's very, very, very tough to get across. But if you're listening to this and you're in that spot, I fucking promise you, you can do it. That's that's like Kurt
0: Cobain kind of said, whatever. We've had other people
3: that have done this, that have injected, obviously. And we all know famous people that we... Yes, there's so many people going back the past 60 years, 70 years that... Once you, and you're right, from the, just some people I've known and, and like, well, I, I don't want to take away from your story, but, like, I, I, I was with a woman for about, we were together about five years. In the last, like, two years, she became uh, hooked. It, it started off with Percocet, or Vicodin the Percocet and Oxy and da-da-da. And, it and was it's too the, expensive. And it, well, and, and it got to her buying pills from her friends because she's like, I'm in so much pain. Uh, but anyway, uh, so and I had I didn't have that was 12, 13 years ago, 12 years ago. I didn't have the maturity to deal with what was going on because I had no experience with addiction. A lot I had of no people idea.
4: don't. A lot of people don't know how to, to deal with it. And even me as somebody that's been through it, when somebody's like, hey, can you talk to this person for me? I'm like, yeah, but I don't know what what position they're in. I don't know how low they are. I can tell them that I've come from a from a shitty spot and went through the withdrawals and, you know, strung several years together without heroin, but everyone has a different scenario. Of course. Yeah. But I well, promise you fucking everybody can do it. Even if you shit your pants, if you're, if you have a fever and you, you can't sleep for a week and a half, two weeks, three, four weeks,
3: it, it goes away. It's, it's temporary. So from, uh, did you did you Which is the good news? Decide obviously. to get yeah. did, did you decide yeah. to get clean like on your own or did you hit like a rock bottom and kind your of family both. intervened or kind or of
4: both. So it was getting to the point of how many years let's talk about from when you first popped the first pill to when 16, you- started snorting immediately, snorted about sixteen to nineteen, and then uh no, but about eighteen. That was when I started smoking pills and then smoked the pills for a little bit and then spent about a year and a half smoking Black Tar heroin.
0: Wow. So four, four and a half years total. Yeah.
4: I, I wrapped it up right before my 21st birthday. Okay. Jesus so Christ.
0: How, how did you, uh, okay. So what you were asking him, I think what happened or how did so oh, an intervention or whatever. You
3: how were. did, how did you, what was the process of I getting mean, If you, if you don't feel like talking about it, the gritty no, totally details about the rock bottom, because everybody, uh, we were talking about this, uh, we were on the break that, uh, that, uh, I listened to, or I watched an interview with Dax Shepard, the actor, uh and he said that everybody has their own version of rock bottom and then he talks to this tells this story that sounds like rock bottom and he's like, that was like the second to rock bottom. That was I wasn't even there yet. And I'm just like, holy shit. Because so, like I've got on quote unquote benders and stuff, but like I still end up sobering up, like even during a bender. Yeah. Like that's just vacation. Like I called it a bender. That's not a fucking bender. So um what was your what was the rock bottom that you hit? And that clued you in, hey, it's fucking time to, I need to fix this shit or I'm going to die.
4: Well, it was, I had had realized it myself, but like I said, you reach a point where you tell yourself every single day that you're going to be done. And you, you, I mean, I I don't want to say you can't, but you fucking give up every day and, and go buy more. So it got to a point where I just had like constant money problems. And at the time I was sharing a bank account or I had a joint bank account with my parents. So my parents could see all of my spending. And they were just like, "Where is all your money going?" And I, I would, I would lie, of course about everything. I had an answer for it. And they didn't really say much of it. They were, I think, they were just concerned and didn't really do anything about it. So, uh, the last night that I did anything, I was me and my mom got into a huge fight about me taking the last of my paycheck three days after I got it.
3: Wow. So, okay. Yeah, yeah.
4: Taking the last twenty dollars out of my paycheck, and we got in a big fight about it.
0: And you were at this point tw- twenty years
4: old then. Yeah, about twenty years yeah, old. Yeah. Okay. And I went out and I, I took the money, of course, because I was pissed off. So now I'm in a fight with my mom and trying to and trying to get high. So I'm like, well, yeah, I'm gonna go get really high now. So I go and pick up for my dude, and I literally tell him like, Hey, man, this is it for a while. I, I I'm done. And I didn't even realize this, but I picked up, went back, got high. And then my phone rang, and it was my mom, which she never called me at night like that. And she was just like, "Hey, will you come home? I don't, I, I can't sleep. I, I want you to come home." And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." So I come home, and I'm just on the computer. And she comes in, and she just sits on my bed, and she just goes, "What's going on?" And I just, I fucking started crying and screaming, and I was like, "Do you I'm, think she
0: just suspected something, or like she maybe followed you, or something like that, or someone, like, like how
4: did she?" I think at she just point. put two and two together that I was always gone. I would come home at three or four in the morning, okay, and like it was constant money fights, and she she saw that I had no money all the fucking time mm-hmm. and nothing to show for it.
3: She, she knew something was. She up. knew
4: something was going on, but yeah. I don't think she thought my kids on heroin.
3: She had that that parents intuition. Yeah, mm-hmm. she knew. But something also, at was the up. same
4: time, like we were on the same page. Oddly enough, we're like I'm out telling my dealer like. Hey man, I'm done. And then I come home and she finally confronts me on it. And I just completely broke down, told them everything. And, uh, my mom is absolutely fucking terrific and took like a month and a half off of work to stay home with me. And wow. Yeah. Made sure. That's good. Spent like the first week, like, like staying up with me when I couldn't sleep because of like restless leg syndrome and shit. Or she would like, uh, for a while, probably first couple weeks, you don't have shit for an appetite. And she would literally make me or order me anything that sounded good at any time of the day.
3: Wow, that's amazing! So good for her. I mean, having
4: thing. having that support system is absolutely invaluable to me, and um, a lot of people don't have that.
0: Do you have a history with your father, or is he around, or was he yeah, around there? Yeah, dad.
4: Was, yeah, my, uh, what, they were still together. So, what I mean, was
0: his uh, take on all this?
4: Um, dad was always. Uh, he was always the dad like mom always laid it down and dad was there in case like I wasn't listening to mom, but uh, he yeah. only mom, ever mom, stepped in once. mom was
3: the brain's dad was enforcement. Yeah. I guess. Yeah.
4: And so, I mean, he was I don't know. My dad's really quiet. He was uh, he was really cool about it. He would come home from work and he'd be like, hey, you want to go for a walk, try and wear your legs out a little bit. And uh,
0: oh, that's good. That's some support, at least. Obviously, that's amazing. Yeah. And it, so yeah. it
4: sucks because you have some people that if they came to their parents crying screaming that they're on pills and they need help and they hate what's going on in their life that some parents would just go get the fuck out
0: yeah, yeah. oh yeah that yep. is and, and I that absolutely. was actually
4: why i kept it a secret for so long had i known that i could have just been like i'm on heroin i need fucking help mom this would have stopped a long time ago do
3: you know the the nice uh little like uh silver lining to this is that you learn that your parents are really in your fucking corner yeah at a very young age a lot of people don't realize that until way older and i'm one of those people like i didn't realize that my folks were definitely in my in my corner uh until i was probably 30 29 30 somewhere around there and i was like because i never wanted to be the drain i always felt like "Ah, i'm the one i'm the drain on this and that i'm the unsuccessful the 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 stupid shit we tell ourselves you know the imposter syndrome yeah the imposter syndrome shit exactly uh, and, uh, and then you realize like, no, like, and it, and honestly, part of that comes from me being a parent. So you're very fortunate that not only your parents were supportive as all hell. Um, but also you learned that yeah at an early age, which is fucking amazing.
4: Yeah, literally my parents and I got so, so, so close after that happened. Like, that's,
3: that's really great.
4: Understandably. There was a huge rift between us when
3: I was gone all the time doing drugs. Well, yeah, no shit. I'm sure. Yeah. So did you, uh, and here's a tough question, have you ever relapsed since then? No, I actually did. I have not relapsed since then. That's fucking incredible, man. That that was a question I was going to have too, but that's amazing.
4: However, if you count every time that I said I'm going to quit and then I pushed it as far as I could, which is about 20 hours or so, and then broke down and went out, I mean, I would call that a a relapse.
3: Um, But you never really committed. I think that's the difference between... Saying you're gonna quit, and then within 24 hours, you're like, nah, fuck it. This is who but I am. But since now. you're
0: 21 or 20, late 2021, you haven't relapsed. You're saying right, and you're how old again? Now? 27. Okay, well. that's it was a, that's uh, yeah. just
4: just past March 7th. So another you, tough question. If, do you? We're talking about it now. Do you got the hankering for this? Do you, no, do you, really, it's done. I had a, I had a really hard time for about a year, uh, about a year and a half. I would have a dream that I was. I was like in an, an unlit house with people that I used to do drugs with, and was I Janet would, Reno there. Janet Reno and Pat Benatar were there smoking heroin with me, and then David Koresh would come in.
3: Oh my God!
4: <laughs> playing the guitar
3: and Kurt Cobain sh- like beats up David Koresh and ties you off and is like, "This is the real shit." And, then and
4: Amy Winehouse would push it. With, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and
3: then Train Spotting is playing silently in the background. Have you ever seen Train Spotting? No. Oh shit, Trace. Don't don't. It'll freak <laughs> you out. No, no, Yeah, it, that's like I was saying earlier. Well, like
4: I didn't, I didn't, I could not get into Breaking you, Bad because when I tried watching it, it was right after I quit. Yeah. And there was like all of this like drug talk back and forth, and like keeping shit underground and being scared of like being caught all the time. And I was like, I can't do. All this right, shit. See,
0: do you think it's such a bad thing though? Right now, a bad vibe thinking about that show that you would ever want to try to watch it again, or just say fuck it. I have no reason to watch this
4: show. I'll, I'll give it another go.
0: Yeah. And do you think it, it's going to be interesting to see? If you do, I'd like to know what you think. Okay. You go, oh yeah, this is just. Fucking too are real you gonna, for me.
3: Are you gonna pay for his fucking rehab if he decides <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, I using? Maybe that's this not is not the good fucking idea. lifestyle I'm looking for. I want to use again. No, I don't want to. I'm uh, pretty know. sure you're gonna have to pay for his rehab. Actually, I'm so sorry, so you
0: had you had a dream though. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, and then I went off on the Janet Reno
4: thing. No, no. <laughs> right, we lost it there. Sorry. But the yeah, I would always have. <laughs> a dream I want some too. Tie
3: me <laughs> off. <laughs> you're gonna need a bigger belt. Better go with a 14 gauge. I have big veins. Gimme Joe's belt. Is this hog leather? This feels very smooth on my skin. <laughs> Y'all
4: have any lasses. Thank me
3: afterwards, please. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, pull your finger out of my ass and put your <laughs> Get David's in there. See, and this is why I'm terrified of addiction, because I don't want to fuck Janet Reno. Like, <laughs> that's where Eld ends up. That's that's rock bottom for you. It's fucking Janet rock Reno. Rock bottom for me is when I had to go down on Janet <laughs> Reno. Like that's to, to score some
4: pills. <laughs> All right. Well, since we're here, since we're here and everyone's laughing, this is a good time to break out. Uh,
3: <laughs> I would say that
4: Ugh. my rock bottom was <laughs> shotgunning Percocets from a toothless sixty-year-old woman. Shotgunning? W- yeah. What? What do you mean shotgunning? shotgunning?
0: Percocets. Like she's in. It's in her mouth, and she mm-hmm. bird bird feeds you. Mm-hmm. Sort of? mm-hmm. Okay. I'm mm-hmm.
3: a toothless sixteen-year-old. 60. Oh, Sixty. Oh, I think you said sixteen. No!
0: I thought we we're going gates. I'm not I Matt we're going gates. gates
3: okay. <laughs> oh my God. I thought you said sixteen as well. I wasn't nope. going to judge because 60. sixty-six-zero-zero. Okay. Zero. Like she's sixteen and toothless. There's a problem. I that's mean, a, six, that's a real bad problem. Sixty and toothless is not great, but like yeah. sixteen and toothless, that's that's just okay. Your, so that was yeah. your rock bottom. I would I would call that like,
4: well, that and just like stealing from from like lying and stealing from family and like that's uh,
0: extremely common. I understand right. right. That, that's that's one of the most common things because yeah. you, you know where your family's. Stuff that has any value is.
4: Well, and also, you know how to you manipulate your family. <laughs> you well, I, I never, I never, I actually never stole Ow. without, I never stole just, I consider it stealing if I say, hey, I need money for this, and then I bought drugs with it. Right, instead. right. I, I call that stealing, but Fair sure enough, with, yeah. I, I never like snuck into my mom's purse for a 20. I have, I have to
0: know. no people that, have my, uh, for employee here, his kids broke into his house, you remember that, and they stole from him a lot, and they remember a helicopter chased him down? Yes. All that – he finally found his kid was in the wrong well, – anyway. Fucking crazy I need down. to know how – It was all for
3: drugs, obviously. We have to l- open up a little bit about how you uh, got a, how or why a 60-year-old woman yes. was bird-feeding you from her mouth Percocets.
4: Because I was at her house. She was my drug dealer, and I didn't have any perks, and I smoked all of mine.
3: So – She was like – why is the method of transfer from her person to you... via go beyond via her she mouth? Because smoking
4: going- her pills and blowing the hit.
3: Oh! Jesus. Okay, you said... Okay. Well, yeah. I we forgot yeah, that you were yeah, yeah. smoking the pills. I didn't think about shotgun like you're shotgunning... Like, like, like a if bong I, hit. Yes. Like it's, gotcha. if I, uh, yeah. and, and for those of you that don't know weed, shotgunning is you take a hit and then you blow it into someone's mouth and they breathe in. I thought she was chewing up Percocets and putting them in your mouth from her mouth to your mouth. Right. In other words, bird feeding. Yes. Bird feeding. I thought you were being bird fed fucking Percocets and I was like, did you see why? That's a whole new level. And I'm trying not to be like, God damn, Trace is a lot darker than I thought. Like that's that's a rock bottom... That's why I had this horrified fucking look on my and you face. Go, well, at least she's
0: 16. Oh wait, she was 60. Oh, now that's really
3: terrible. At least she was 16. All right, Mr. Gates. Yes. <laughs> anyway, okay. This. So now I understand. So she was smoking it, and, and you were out, and she was like, "Well, I'm not gonna waste this hit by blowing it in the atmosphere. I'll blow it in, into your mouth." Now I understand. Okay. Yes.
4: It's, 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 that's low.
3: Did it didn't go? Did it go anywhere? Any sexual nope, thank, stuff?
4: No, 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 okay. never. Never had a jerk Look at me No no one's like Get over here boy Oh are you kidding me She's 60
3: What that mouth do Yeah exactly We know what her mouth Used to do That's why she has no teeth
4: Yeah Yeah a lot of meth
3: Oh my god Jesus
4: That was the same house That I was sitting I was just sitting on the couch uh, Doing doing my shit And uh, a dude walked down The hallway This is in a single Wide trailer As if I needed to say that Right? Actually, I, I did like, because opioids fucking invade uh, middle and upper class families. Absolutely. Uh, at a rate that people do not fucking acknowledge. Oh, it was, yes, it was massive.
0: People are driving around fucking buzzed out of their goddamn minds. People yes. are still... All this day. This still a problem. Is it?
4: It's still a big problem. That I would call the family that I come from is like a lower middle class family with two parents that never divorced. Which is incredibly rare.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. I mean...
4: On, on on paper to some people, you'd say, oh, you, you're not going to end up on
3: drugs, but it literally can happen to anybody. It so. absolutely can. Like, yeah. It, in fact, like my, just quickly, the woman I told you about, I was with for, the longest relationship I've ever been in. Basically, we were married for like five years. She, her mom and dad stayed together. Her dad passed away when she was like 10 or 11 and her mom never remarried. Like, she's a very nurturing family and all that stuff. And she was... She didn't even like the fact that I smoked weed in my past. She didn't even like that. She rarely drank. In your past. In my either. past, she just was felt uncomfortable mm. when I would talk about, you know, smoking weed and, and dropping acid into a mushroom. She didn't like it, even me talking about that in my past. Wow, I would really fucking that's, uproot this person's life. So, well, so then she gets hooked and got to a point where she was taking she was taking like three oxy and two soma just to go to sleep at night.
4: Hachi
0: machi.
3: But that's legal but it's legal right yeah. so then it's okay right and it's like mean, a judgment and, and the shitty thing is, is and it and it I, I and i can say this uh i like i said i was very immature i was like 28 when we broke up and i'm now almost 40 if that the woman i met when we first started dating still existed i would be with her right now cuz i still love that person 100% with all of my heart always but she's no longer that person and the personality change is what like i'm just so glad that you came away from this because she hasn't uh every time i we still have some mutual friends in common and she's overdosed four times in the past couple years and i hear about it and and it's just like and she had you know she has a son who was taken away from her sometimes she has him taken back and gets him back and all that and it's just like that's a just a fucking nightmare. It is a nightmare because she's such a wonderful, caring individual who never wanted anybody to struggle or hurt or anything like that, and that's why she was always afraid. She was she was afraid of weed, but she fell into that trap of well, these are prescription pills. Like a doctor said, exactly. it's okay. And that's mm-hmm. why it got so much and worse too, right? Exactly. It can't be
0: that bad because doctors she's like these the out.
3: the stereotypical blueprint for how wide-ranging the people are that are affected by opioid addiction and how fucking nasty it is and why I'm so glad... What's the company that just got fucking sued out of existence? because Purdue? Of, uh, uh, Purdue Pharma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they that lawsuit this, went yeah. through th- with the, them. I mean, they're pushing...
0: Well, because I think J and J made opioids too. I think. They,
3: no, they do. Bayer, like all of them, but, of them, but yeah. fentanyl was developed by by them, I and mean, fentanyl was the big one. That yeah. was like it was like it wasn't just that, but it was like they developed oxy as well, mm-hmm. and then it just went from there. But I'm really
4: fortunate that I got out before fentanyl really hit the streets because yeah. you like now, I've heard that like it's not even safe to like do coke unless you have like a like unless a tester.
3: You, yeah, that's what I've heard. You yeah, people test it. That's freaking crazy. Yeah, because you can just like,
4: I mean. I don't touch coke for very obvious reasons, based right. on the conversation that we've yeah. just had. <laughs> but I know some people just treat it like a party thing, and now you can treat it like a party thing and fucking overdose and, and, and die. And
3: overdose because it's laced with fentanyl. Yeah, it's wow. fucking awful. It's, it's really awful.
0: So when you uh, when you fessed up, how long was it? When, you know, from that moment you were crying with your mother on your bed, and you fessed up. You from then to when you were kind of kicked it. I mean, I, I don't mean kicked it totally like later on in your life, but. The hardest part was, like I said, it was a couple of weeks, I imagine.
4: The hardest part was the two weeks after where I had no appetite and could not sleep. Okay. And uh, she was
3: there with you again and made you yeah. eat. Or, yeah. Did you have appetizing. anything to help you through that, or did you just full-on cold turkey? NyQuil. Yeah, that. I and amazingly enough, yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah, bottles and bottles of Nyquil because uh, you
4: cannot sleep from it. You're so used to being put into like a fucking medical coma every night, right? That and Dexter, you know, had,
0: had you heard about Nyquil from someone else, you said, "Well, fuck it, I'll just take something that'll help me sleep." And that's what you came up with that on your own, or is that I, I talked to knowledge? other
4: talked to other addicts okay. that had uh, that had quit and stuff. I, I knew a few people that had like another like a year or two on me that mm-hmm. are about my age. Okay, and so I talked to them, and they were like. Yep, just do this, drink as many naked smoothies as you can, and uh, drink water. Eat you, when you feel like it.
3: And do you know why the NyQuil works? I uh, actually ha- understand the neurochemical processes behind that. I, like, I, I actually it has to read be NyQuil, this, NyQuil
4: and not ZQuil. Right. I
3: know that, yep. but go ahead. N- uh, well, because ZQuil, what makes you sleepy in ZQuil is it's Benadryl, is Benadryl. It's diphenhydramine. Uh The DM is di- dextromethorphan. Dextromethorphan hydrobromide, right? That attacks or attaches to uh, opioid receptors in your brain, the which is why works, Nyquil fucking yeah. puts you out, relaxes you. Like I get a little goofy in, before I pass out, massive doses of dextromethorphan attach to your opioid receptors and they stay on there longer than than opioids do. Okay. so and it metabolizes at a slower rate. So I've heard of people using that to get clean. So how long were you on NyQuil, shall we say, Uh, on
4: probably two weeks? And then after that, actually, no, sorry, let me go back and say that I went to a doctor when I got clean and I did like had the blood work done. And at the time I was having like a bit of anxiety and a hard time sleeping. And so the doctor talked with my mom and was like, hey, if you will lock these away from him, I'm willing to give you a two week supply of Ativan just to get him through the woods, yep. but I don't want him to have access to it. You need to keep it. And so she agreed to that, and I had uh, I had some Adivan with me that I'd take at night. And it's crazy that taking Adivan like a double dose of NyQuil severe, and I would still sleep like an hour total throughout the night.
3: That's <laughs> fucking incredible.
0: Poncho wow. came, in, came in to see you.
4: Hi, Poncho. Studio cat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so from when you, again, fessed up to when you felt kind of okay... Or more normal was that a month? Uh, probably a month to two months. That's okay. when,
4: yeah. And then I would say around six months is when I started feeling like I didn't f- like have a constant, not a constant. I didn't feel like overwhelmed by cravings a lot. Like you were kind of getting in the clear. You could see light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, like you were gonna make because, it because I mean, when you first start, the it's like a, an hour by hour fight of like, man, I really want to get high. I really want to get high. Nope, you can't. You can't, fucker. Nope, you can't. And so finally that starts to come to an end and you can start having like a clear head. Mm. And then yeah, around a year to two years is when the using dreams finally fucking stopped. And those are just absolutely
3: miserable. Holy shit. I've never even heard of that.
4: Yeah. You, uh, I would have a dream. Like I was saying, I don't think I finished it, but I would always wake up right before I was about to light a hit, which sounds uh,
3: fucking horrible to wake up. to. Yeah.
4: Not very fun. It's a pretty panicky moment because not only do you think you relapsed, you think that you were about to get high. So it's like a, it's a double whammy on your, oh, on your brain. Shit. It really wakes you the think fuck about out. That. Yeah. yeah.
3: God damn.
4: Yeah. Not much going back to sleep after those. Hell no. I haven't had no. one in, in several years. And
0: after, so after like the six months and then a little, a tiny bit better every day. So yeah. you never felt like you never were tempted. No one ever really um, walked into your life where you're like, Hey man. Well, I changed
4: my phone number immediately because it was like the second day that I got clean. And I was like, I text a few, a few of the people that I'd bought from and I was like, Hey, I'm done. Peace out, y'all. Y'all take care. And then one of them was like, "All right, for sure, bro. If you need anything, hit me up." And I'm like, "Fuck this!" Wow, guy. what an asshole! I'm like, I need to change my number. I can't have. Yeah. And then I think he'd hit me up one other time. Do you ever think about moving out of out of town to be away, physically away no, from stuff? No, no, okay. because okay. I just I just cut you're- ties with all those
3: people. When well, your support system was here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I
4: think I I think I would be in more danger in a city by myself.
3: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Right. Holy shit, man. Well, we're damn glad that you're here. Yeah, I'm glad That's I'm good. here too. Because there's not a lot of folks that are. Yeah, there's plenty of stories in this
0: town. It's full of problems. Well, like this. It's, I have a friend who's
3: problems. a uh, a friend who's a doc. He's an ER doc. Uh, actually down in Tucson. He used to he used to be here in Kingman, and he's now in Tucson. And he told me a couple years ago, several years ago, that uh, uh, he said the 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 only silver lining to the opioid a- a- epidemic is that uh, there's no such thing as an old heroin addict. Um, there isn't. There there really yeah. isn't. Uh, that's why like like right now there there's. There's at least two people at the hospital right now that are waiting to get pacemakers installed and that are in their 70s. And when they got admitted to the hospital, they were they tested positive on a tox screen for methamphetamine in their 70s. Whoa. Yes. That's the difference. You all right, man? Yep. All right. That's the difference between uh, opioid acts. They either get clean or they overdose and they die. Yeah. And that's, that's a f- fucking shame, which is why, like, I don't know if you know this, I have three Narcan kits in my truck right now. That's awesome. Uh, shout out to Dusty. She's a listener of ours who works for Sonoran Prevention Works, mm-hmm. and they're about uh, risk. Uh, what do they call that? Ri- not risk management, but but they distribute condoms and HIV tests, and you can get birth control through them. But they're oh, they're, so the
0: the devil's dealing for the devil. That's they're what they're, doing. they're dealing for
3: the devil. Yeah. But condoms, <laughs> She, she <laughs> gives out free hangers and like all sorts of stuff. <laughs> no, but they're, they're but their la- biggest thing because they're a nonprofit. They're the nonprofit that Mojave Pride worked under.
4: Okay. That, that's who it.
3: we worked with, so that we could put on Mojave Price. We needed a, a nonprofit. To take giga donations. That's before we definitely. had our own nonprofit. Got it. And and she like at our first meeting, she's like, "This is what I'm about," and passed out Narcan kits to everybody, mm-hmm. and showed us all how to administer them and all that. And I'm like, "God damn, that's fucking f- great." We, we, it, it is really great. It's really sad that we that we are at that point. That like but, citizens
4: just have to carry Narcan. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Or like my my brother, uh, my brother Sean, uh, he. He's a firefighter medic now in Troy, Ohio, the town that we grew up in. But uh, he was working in Dayton, Montgomery County, which made the news a few years ago when he was his first station that he worked at uh, right out of fire school um, in Montgomery County. He sent me a text. He goes, hey, check out this news thing. And I was like clicked on it. It was like uh, it was like CNN and Montgomery County. At that point, it was like twenty seventeen. I think it was they consumed Montgomery County consumed more narcan uh, doses or administered more narcan doses than any other state in all 50 states jesus that's how fucking bad it is that's like if you guys ever watch hillbilly elegy on netflix which i encourage everybody to watch it it takes place in that area and it's all about that kind of shit and it's true and and it's fucking incredible and he told me he's like i got into firefighter medic stuff because it's more exciting to be in an rn and the pay is better and it's a little you know this and that but his his first year working for Dayton Fire, they ran on like three or four fire calls and a handful of accidents. But it, the 90%, and I mean 90, that's his a hard 90%, was opioid over- overdoses. Yeah. Wow. They got to a point where they ran out of their, like it comes in like a 200, I guess 200 of them in a box at a time. They ran out of one in a, in a 12-hour shift. Jesus. They ran out of one fucking box of that. That's how many times. Sometimes multiple calls. So So I'm so glad you never got to that point, and I'm so fucking glad that you're here because you're a damn good dude. Well, thank you. And you went through a... You're like Andy Dufresne in the fucking uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption. You (laughs) crawled through a mile of shit and came out clean on the other side, buddy, (laughs) and we're fucking damn glad. Well, thank you.
0: I, uh... Joe knows I've had not a relationship, let's say, with opioids, but there's a... Where I... I can't remember how I first had him. Some kind of a painkiller was given to me for something. I don't know what it was, but I discovered about it was... Uh, It felt really good Felt a tiny bit nauseated Nausea Nausea Nauseated Not thank you (laughs) A little bit But I got past it And then felt really good And then it was getting Really creative Like Because there are certain things Certain things I want to make For the business You know Certain physical objects And stuff And projects And all that So I would start Getting my notepads out And I would think The next morning I would wake up And it would be like Really nonsense and stupid And I'm going That's actually A really really good idea So I started using it A little bit For that But here's what's Here's what saved me from going potentially down that road, was I remember um, a couple of weekends like I could have some left over and I'd feel okay, and I go, I'm not doing anything at all this weekend. I'm gonna probably Saturday and Sunday I wouldn't mind being high, watching or listen my favorite fucking music and just solving all my problems in my business, being creative, and that. You know, but then the th- Sunday I get this tremendous headache. Mm. But every time it's weird how it was. It's like and that's un- that. It was so bad to where I would do that and then it wouldn't be like six months later, three or four or five, six months later, I would try it again and it would be fantastic ideas and projects, but the headache would come back and that's enough to kill me from being,
3: I think, ever addicted to that. Do you know what that headache is? Nope. That's like the mildest form of dope sick. Yeah, that's that's really? dope sickness. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's absolutely. If I were to take another one, would it would it would have knocked it out? Yeah, but you would have had to take two that time, and then for the next time. So for whatever whatever And then you smoke them, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you snort them, then you smoke them, you shoot them up, and then you and then you can't afford them. So I don't know. I don't know why I went down. Start sucking dicks like Tracy. Janet Reno. Janet Reno's dick. That should be a strain of weed as Janet Reno's dick. That, so, that sounds like, like fucking Alaskan thunderfuck. Janet Reno's I can't wait to light dick. up some
0: th- Janet Hey, Rino's man, you got any Janet Reno?
3: You got like, any JR around here? He's like, you got to be that JRD? Let me get to that Janet Reno dick. <laughs> <laughs> but there's probably somebody out there that's going to listen to this and be like, I'm going to fucking, on. it's going to be some weird hybrid. <laughs> yeah. You're not quite sure Jesus. what it is because it's Janet Reno. <laughs> That reminds me. Do you know that there's a there's a fucking strain of weed out there called green heroin?
4: No, oh, that's fun. I yeah, heard a green crack. That's
3: yeah. I've heard a green crack, but green heroin. I just it just I don't know. It was it was this article. It was like our uh, our weed strains becoming too suggestive, and it I was like what the fuck. It was like I thought it was a Buzzfeed article, but it was literally the Washington Post. It was like a legitimate fucking news <laughs> agency, and they were talking about how like the it's like the. Hard, hardcore cannabis strains that are, you know, 30, 40, 50 percent THC affect people in a similar fashion that, that uh, as uh, opioids. So they're naming them after that to entice people to do that. That's fucking terrible. That's, yeah, like, that's pretty bad. That's yeah. kind of
4: that seems kind of dangerous to be conflating uh, heroin with marijuana.
3: Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Now, granted, do I talk a little bit of shit about people that do dabs and uh, and. Um, shatter i have and a things question like that at want What's to you, go no go uh, ahead well, i'll just I, keep my hand like, up until you i'm like come, you guys <laughs> y'all if you get to the point where you start smoking dabs and shit like that maybe you should take a weed why break do, why do you keep looking at me joe I, i'm not looking at you i'm not i'm not judging you for that uh i was i'm looking at both of you but it's like it's so concentrated so strong and you're like smoking and then you just pass out i'm afraid i'm gonna administer narcan uh yes mr gaines with your hand i have, raised. I have a question yes
0: um do they also call medical grade marijuana these stupid fucking names? Uh, yeah, yeah, they do absolutely. See, that's, they probably should not should not do that. That, that
3: doesn't that illegitimizes the yes, medical use of cannabis, yes, it and it's really bad. It's a huge fucking drawback. So, they, they, I it's bet also, that does
0: change. I bet that part changes. It's, it's
3: marketing, and, and, and yeah, yeah. You know, we're in the infancy of this situation yeah. with weed, so uh, there's the, that. There was one that I heard it was so bad as like eastern Eastern Kentucky pill bottle. Which I don't know oh. if you guys. I don't know if you guys, oh, Well, that's the thing. Like Eastern Kentucky and West Virginia, they the say, same thing. Like really, the West Virginia yes. baby rattle is a bottle of pills that you shake. Like that's a fucking. It's a terrible joke, but it's fucking accurate. Mm-hmm. And uh, eastern, like central and eastern K- Kentucky, and then all of West Virginia is just. It's rampant. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it's. You know, it's it's not that it's not worse that it's than it's good elsewhere. anywhere. It's not, well, it's great not good for anywhere, but it's just so prevalent. It's like it's kind of common for everybody there to be just hooked on it from a very young age but, because it's just normalized. But
0: here here's the here's the big picture thing what's interesting, is everybody you know, we talked about this before about addiction. Why is why do they exist for different things? My if I if I were to pick a thing, it'd be sugar for right. me. We've talked about that. Yeah, before. So we have, yeah. I mean that that would be I'm telling you right now, sugar would be harder for me to kick than if someone had a bottle of fucking opioids right here, and and, and, and or a rhubarb pie. <laughs> You're gonna pick the rhubarb, rhubarb pie. pie. I'm serious. Yeah, and that's that's just that simple. Maybe one day
4: Paul's gonna start doing heroin so he
3: can quit eating so much fucking sugar. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. He's like, I, how did you get off? How would you get off? Your, break your sugar addiction. I, just, uh, I got opioids. On oxy. I'm just crushing up oxy. I was just doing lines of it. And they're right. Like really?
0: At only about two days to get a bad headache and I quit it it for like, a while. Then I go back like, to it again. Tell you
3: what, I've never sucked a dick for opioids, but I've sucked fifteen dicks for a rhubarb pie. <laughs> And I know it sounds funny, but it's true. No, Joe, it's, if you had to pick an addiction for you, food, what would it be? Food,
0: just overall food. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just okay. A
3: good, good, rich food. It doesn't even have to be sweets or anything like that, because it's. And you would, you would
0: overdose on it. You would absolutely, say. Would say. absolutely. So
3: there's um uh uh, like and, they, I, and they say that food addiction
0: is extremely difficult because you have to eat. You can't quit right. food. It's physically it's like you have impossible. to be an Oxygen addiction or something like that, because you have an to, oxygen pre- addiction. You have to pre, you know, can't get yeah, out. It's it, like
3: oh, uh, you have fat rails a. Oxygen,
0: but there's food available everywhere. And by the way, the grocery store, any given moment, there's probably seventy five percent of the food is shit. Yeah, it's not good for you. Right. If you were to whittle it down, we talked this before too. Just whittle it down to actual real food. Grocery stores could be a third the size. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you give her just all the crap.
4: Mm Hmm. I mean, freezer sections could be ten feet long. Yep. In yeah, the grocery store. It's right. true.
0: Actually, freezing things like birds, whole like yeah. turkeys and chickens, things that need to get frozen, stuff not, like then not, not, not pizzas
4: and all these. buffalo mac and cheese with breadcrumbs right. on top.
3: Ooh, that sounds Ooh. good. goddamn, that is I'm, a thing. But I'm I'm I, getting, I, I talk about fucking Pat Benatar. I'm, damn, I'm about to stop
4: at Safeway and get me some <laughs> buffalo mac and cheese. cheese. No,
3: I'm gonna fuck, I'm gonna chug fifteen cocks and pay for my shit down at Safeway. So, but it, <laughs> thank it God that I don't have to suck dick to get food for Safeway. It's like, do, do you have a Safeway card? I'm like, no, but I'll suck your dick for 50 cents off of my gas. But it is different how, like like why didn't I go for more pills to get rid of my headache and ramp that
0: up? I don't. I can't explain that. It's brain chemistry. So yeah. it's, every, it's, everybody. It's, so, so again, what is that there for? We everything has that we think an uh, uh, evolutionary purpose or for survival. Why? I know. I know the answer. to This. Why do addictions exist in our brains, or
3: not? But addictions. I guess would it be that? It, I think everybody's got an addiction to something. I think they this, absolutely um, do. The science is something. still uh, not hundred percent on it, but I know what I do know about it is that there's there's two factors. You can be born with a predilection predilection toward being addicted to anything, right? And then it just kind of depends on from birth to, say, 16, like in your case. And then it takes – all it takes is one little thing. You're like, oh, Just shit. the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, a, sw- like a switch. Like, like, just I, I, boom. I'm, like there at, it is. At 16, almost 17, I moved from a house where my mom controlled basically most of the food that, that we consumed because she was the one that shopped and she's the one that did this and that. So we didn't have a lot of sugared cereals. She didn't, we weren't super carb heavy on things. Like it was like one loaf of bread for five people for three days. Do you know how fucking, how little bread that is? That's very little bread. So, and there wasn't a lot of that stuff, right? So when I moved out here to live with my dad, my dad has no other kids. My dad doesn't, didn't. he was single at the time. He was gone he was a just, lot. He was gone a lot. And I kind of, not, it's not that I had to fend for myself, but he just didn't know how to buy for a teenager. And I was like, well, I'm going to fucking eat whatever I want. And and then so you did. And so I did because I it wasn't that I was starved. I wasn't fucking skin and bones. I was, I've always been a thick boy, but that's when I ballooned. I bet I gained 75 pounds within six months of moving here. I was 16. I shouldn't you shouldn't balloon up that fast. Mm-hmm. And then and then you become more sedentary. That's part of it. So I became addicted to to downward spiral, not getting kicked yeah. out to go go out and fucking play. Go play with your friends wherever my dad was like, you can do whatever you want. I don't care as long as your grades are are good. And then eating whatever the fuck I wanted. It was like the two things that I wasn't allowed to do or didn't have time or the opportunity to do. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden had all this freedom. And my 16-year-old brain didn't know how to, uh, to, to acclimate to that and, and control and moderate that. It, I very easily could have been in band wrestling with my friend and pills pop out. Asked him about it. He gave me pills and I would have gone down the same road that Trace did.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
3: very easily, I'm sure. Your brain's not wired the same way. You well, may not be have a predilection towards because you're not sitting here shoveling spoonfuls of sugar or no. fucking trying to stick a vein for sugar. You're not munching candy constantly and shit like that. Like you don't do that. But I've seen you, sure, fucking eat some sugar, and I'm like, God, I would throw up if I. It's, like, it's like a propensity to that. this,
0: yeah, it, to, to, to do that. And there's um, but it... you're also older and you have self control. You've learned that, yeah. And and everybody still has the transgressions. You go, you go. I was gonna say the transgenders. You go down. <laughs> You going down
3: on transgenders again, Reno? Some people do. Oh my god! Do you think Janet Reno has a? No, never mind. <laughs> Don't, I say, fucking, it. No. Don't yeah. say it. Don't say it. I've um, had just enough coffee and just enough alcohol to say stupid shit and get myself canceled. Uh, anyway,
0: I was going to see something like uh, uh fuck, not sugar addiction, something else about. Oh,
4: but like you were saying, um, I know. I mean, I know people that are like, I was. I was prescribed pills and I didn't get addicted to them. And I'm like, well, good fucking for you. Cool. Some people, <laughs> some people drink a beer and don't get addicted to it either. And some people drink themselves to death. So yeah. well, I know what I was
0: going to say, I know there were a couple different times in my, I'm older than both you guys, obviously, but there's a couple different times in my life where I didn't have any alcohol for over a year. And it wasn't like he was even trying. So I, I could, if someone said you can't have uh, alcohol the rest of your life, I would go, eh, that kind of sucks a little bit, but I would get over it. Yeah, I really would. I wouldn't sit here and watch you drink a beer and you whatever. And I wouldn't really think about it much. Right. In fact, you guys have had some alcohol now, and I haven't. I didn't have any. You know. But it's it's, it's just odd that way. But I, I love a good alcohol buzz. I, I love yeah. a good. I don't want to get like get really drunk, but a nice controlled buzz. I love that feeling, and I'm not an angry drunk. You never see me ever right. get upset or angry. I'm not one of those guys. You know. I'm a happy drunk, and then I'll just fucking pass out eventually. Um, but it's just, uh, I was going to say, it's. And alcohol's available, right? It's legal, it's available. I've yeah. got a fucking
3: alcoholism problem, obviously, in this country. For years, it was acceptable yeah. to drive around drunk half well, the time. Well, when you found. found you, the country was founded in such a strange way. It was founded on puritanical bullshit and, and no vices, but. Trying to oppress but, that, but,
0: suppress all that shit down, but and then that's
3: the, what doesn't work? But obviously. then the the but the, the the other side of it, this country was founded in taverns and bars. Yep. I mean, like the founding fathers all were uh, hanging out in, in taverns and and, and that was bars. kind of the
0: Facebook, and that's how they got their shit together before ex- for the Revolutionary
3: the, War. It, it, that's where it started. Exactly. It was the, it was exactly correct. Yep. Yeah. So,
0: but that's, that's where they handed out uh, common sense from Thomas Paine. Yeah. They printed those up, and that's where they distribute that shit. The pamphlet.
3: Yep, the that, that was
0: it that started the Revolutionary War. It's true. Common sense. Look it up, folks. And get yeah, some, too. I mean, get, look some into get some it. Not so fun. common
3: anymore, huh? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I, I want to say to wrap up, yeah. like, thank you, Trace, for opening up, man, because not a lot of addicts like to talk about because there's a there's a stigma and shame associated with it, and I fucking think it's incredible that you're able to move past that bullshit and yeah, break that shit. create create some awareness. And a lot of
0: like, yeah, there are a lot of people out there that we probably all know that we don't even know maybe that are struggling with this stuff. Guaranteed, yeah. And it's uh, a real thing. And I'm I haven't known you that long, but I'm glad to know you now, and I'm glad that you introduced us. Jim. Yeah, and it's you're a great guy, and this is a good story. No one's ever come on and. Had we've had in all the four and a half years, I don't know how long we've been doing this, four and a half years, a couple months,
3: You I don't know. couple months, been? you don't even know, you have, <laughs> see, wow, <laughs> this is the dark side of podcast addiction. Uh, it's been uh, about four years, I mean, round numbers. Two hundred Episode Two hundred and twenty. So uh, just just give me the number. Four years we've been doing this? Yeah, we'll say Let's call it four years. Fine. This is probably the first. This has to be the
0: first episode we've done, correct, where we've openly talked about addiction with someone especially that went
3: through going down a really dark- I, Potential road I believe, I believe so Although yeah. I will say I was kind of hoping to hear Some dick sucking stories But apparently I'm sorry I didn't blow anybody I was
0: hoping the 60 year old Toothless woman Kind of like, I a, still Did something I can't into fucking you. believe
3: I misunderstood What you were talking yeah, about You thought a 16 year old Was chewing up <laughs> Vicodin And spitting them into my mouth Yeah Dude I, I've heard some pretty nasty Addiction stories And that's mild Compared to some of them <laughs> I'm telling you right now They're like yeah My rock bottom was a 16 year old Toothless <sighs> Pill addict shotgunning Percocets into my mouth and all I could think of I was envisioning you know, like, like some chick with no teeth like gumming these things and spitting <laughs> like softening them up spitting <laughs> them into your mouth because you were so high you couldn't chew like what what? I was the fuck. I mean I'm gonna not gonna be... judge but that's what I thought you were talking about and then I realized like she was smoking them and blowing them and she was into 60 and 60 not 16 <laughs> yeah she was she was a uh, 60 going on 16 <laughs> <laughs> fuck well, anyway, so that's it. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on. I thank
4: really you guys do, for having me. Glad yeah.
0: you uh, decided to do this. Hell, Hell that's yeah! Great.
4: Uh, I want to throw an offer out. Uh, if any listeners pick a uh, addiction charity of their choice and submit a uh, a screenshot or something of their donation, I will match that. So. That wow. is rad. Yeah. That is so very. Uh, do you all have a, an email that they can reach out to? Well, we're gonna post that. Yeah. We're gonna okay. post it's, the thing, uh,
0: and then like midweek, we'll make that announcement on could, the Facebook. On you can the Facebook.
3: Shoot us a, either shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or at uh, cartooncasual at gmail dot com. Yep. Uh, no spaces, all lowercase, and all that horse shit So.
0: Thank you very much. That's good. That's yeah. a fantastic. Uh,
3: what a, offer? That was great, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, that's it, Paul. You good? Yep. Trace, you good? Good. Poncho. Right that's Poncho. Poncho's like, meow,
4: meow. I want some drugs.
3: <laughs> All right, you guys, have a good one. Right.
4: Bye.